Today on the Av Podcast is my annual South Shore Ave NBA season preview. I'm joined by South Shore Ave family member Julian, a.k.a. Jews the Kamish, as we blow out this episode and break down the Western Conference from the lottery squads to the championship contenders on the eve of the NBA's opening night. Thank you in advance for tuning in. Now, the Eastern Conference episode will be out tomorrow morning. It's getting spit shine for you just as we speak. So buckle up as you're, you're about to get as much NBA content in your face as possible. South Shore Ave is available wherever you listen to podcasts, including my website, which is at SouthShoreAve.com. And you can click on all of my five stars. Yes, I, I said my five stars. <laughs> Let's get this thing started. Is the Ave Podcast with Cal C on South Shore Ave Radio. Welcome to the Ave Podcast with Cal C on South Shore Ave Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the Av Podcast. Um, this is the annual NBA preview that we usually do every year. I'm joined by my South Shirav family member. This is a man right now in the midst of baseball playoffs, in the midst of football fantasy, the midst of drafts for hockey fantasy, yeah. and all the basketball fantasy uh, leagues that he's a part of. This this is his time right now. This is this is an Olympic season right now. Uh, <laughs> please welcome Julian, aka Jules the Commission. A- A.K.A. Young TFSA. I think that was a new nickname I had for you. Did you try to get into the stock game? How you doing today, sir? <laughs> Appreciate you having me. I'm good. I'm good. Man, this is the best time of the year. I'm glad sports is back. Oh, man, like you got everything going on right now. By the way, fantasy baseball is completed. It's, um, actually, I did pretty well this year. Locked in the finals, but that was about two, three weeks ago. So, But yeah, best time of the year. Yeah, it's, it's so sad where I am with baseball right now, man. I, I, I like... Last night was probably the most I've watched baseball this year, and I watched an inning. <laughs> you know, but you know what? With fantasy baseball, you don't have to watch games, honestly. Like, I don't watch, yeah, like, all the games. It's real there's too many games, right? And there's too many players to, when you look at, like, the bullpen and, you know, the actual hitters and whatnot. So you don't really have to. So, like, honestly, I follow more box scores. and Yeah, it's more stat-driven. And, it's really stat-driven. And listen, I made it to, like, I made it to like the semis two years ago, last year, well, in the finals. And this year, I made it into the finals. I lost without even watching a lick of baseball. Well, other than the Jays. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even with the Jays, it's like I, I wanted to watch them, but it's like I just, I just never, I don't know if I was too busy, but I don't know. Like I know, I know uh, Vlad Jr., like he played amazing. He was an MVP candidate, or he may still get MVP actually, cause they haven't announced yeah. that yet. So you may get it, which is amazing. Like he might be. From from what it looks like, stat wise and highlight wise, we we might have the next um, like uh, Melky uh, wasn't Melky Cabrera, not Melky, uh, no, Miguel um, Cabrera, Miguel Miguel Cabrera. Melky's the the former J. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, met, right. I met I met Miguel, I met Miguel, but yeah, 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 yeah. no, but you're right, pretty good um, comparison. It's just that with first baseman, they don't get the same accolades as like a shortstop or a third baseman, right? Because they're, they're doing outfielder. more defensive work. Yeah, you just you just hanging on the bag, catching balls. So he that's why he may not get like MVP type of like uh, what's the, what's what's the dude in, in Anaheim the, uh, the Asian guy? Yeah, yeah, he'll 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 win it for sure because he pitches, he hits, he does a bit more. So, but that being said. Jays are pretty much set up well for the future in terms oh, of absolutely. going, yeah. you know, in the playoffs. And he had a great bounce back year. He I really said. did because I didn't know he lost oh. like he lost like forty, fifty pounds. Apparently, what a huge difference yeah. by losing the weight. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I saw that, I was like, okay, like he be, he became the workhorse from, from what I was reading. Like this. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's all it takes, man. Some dedication, uh, getting your weight down, focus. You know, being serious about your your craft. And yeah, I, I think at the time he was too young to know what it took to put in that effort, and everything came naturally for him. I think I'm guessing right. And now he put in the time and and the, and the effort and. And the practice, and he looks good. And he found his position too, so yeah. he knows he's the first baseman. He's there every day. That's it. Yeah, he man. Commiss Jules can do it all, man. Baseball, <laughs> hockey. What are we going to talk about? The, the Western Conference today. I can do it all. Yeah, re- relax, 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 relax. You're blessed to have me, man. You're blessed to have relax, me. Relax, relax, Kanye. Relax, Kanye. Relax. <laughs> all right. So this is how we do every year. We have the master list that we rank down from from the bottom to the top. Um. From the lottery teams right down to who's gonna be able to own the uh, the Western Conference. So let's get the show on the road. Let's start this off. Um, number fifteen. <laughs> I mean, I you probably can tell me who this is, but it's OKC. Well, you have OKC. Okay, so I, it for me though, it wasn't that easy actually. Yeah. It wasn't that easy. It might have been. Listen, Houston might might you know overtop them of finishing last. Okay, like, and that's and that's possibly. Fine. If Houston played OKC in a game, they would. I think OKC might win. Yeah, it, 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 it'll it'll be a Royal Rumble battle to the death type of thing for sure. Um, <laughs> but but here's a question I want to ask you: um, Is Shea the favorite to win the best dressed award this season? <laughs> he's, he's definitely he he might have won it last year. So he, yeah, yeah, he might be right back up there again to uh, to win it as the best dressed player. Listen, don't even mention Westbrook or anybody like that. No, sure, I, don't, I will not. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't look at I'm not a fashionista, but those type of shock type of uh, outfits don't don't impress me. Yeah but. yeah. but with him, it's like, yo, when, when it comes to style, and I don't feel right using the word drip or fit right now, just it's too early in the morning to do this. But I, I, like, honestly, I feel like he's he's already one of the best in the league at that young stage when it comes to that. Now he's got the bag. His profile's been raised. He went to the Met Gala. Like I, he, he's winning this hands down now. Like this, this, this is his world now for the next few years. But uh, yeah. But, but on on the real though, like I'm I'm really I'd say I'm really happy for Shea. You know what I mean? Like I've been a yeah. big fan of his for a long time. I think we both have been. You know, and they're paying him to be one of the main corner stores of this team right now. But they're also paying him to hold on to that heartbreak because they're, they're going to lose a lot of games for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that his first couple of years, you know, he, he, he got a chance of playoff success, even though it was the first round with the Clippers and, you know, with his, with this team. Mm-hmm. But they, they're, they're going to lose, like, the way their team is set up, they're designed to they're designed to suck for a while. It, it just is yeah. what it is. But, you know, when, when you got rooks on the team, they don't know any better. Like, they haven't experienced that kind of winning culture. Yeah, he did experience a little bit of it with the Clips. Not even a winning culture, actually, over there. Um, so it, it, it's more forgiving to experience that in your early years in your career so i think all the young kids right now um, on that squad is just happy for playing time gaining the experience making their money to be honest with you and then once you know so this is the time to actually lose and learn from it yeah and 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 the thing too is like they the great part of them is they they have like i mean as you know they have a ton like a ton of draft picks like it's unprecedented amount of draft picks they have they have over the next six drafts, they have 30 picks between the first and second round, including, I think it's like 17 first-rounders. 
You yeah, know, I, I I don't I don't get it. Like I understand they're all assets, right? And they can be traded as well. Yeah. But like you you gotta have vets on the team as well to trade those rooks. Because when, when when you're trading those picks, I'm assuming you're getting like you know starter type players in return, and oh, the team sure. has to be ready. Yeah. So maybe they're looking at like that, and five years from now they they start trading some of those picks, but you can't trade them now. No, no, not yet, not yet. You know what I'm saying? But they have so many of them too. So, but you also can't play them all. You can't play all these uh, first round picks. Play, you know, now. play and pay, actually. <laughs> yeah, and pay. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you got to keep cutting players too, right? Every year, if you're bringing in three picks every year, you got to cut three players. And you can't, maybe that's easy. That's easy to do on a squad like this, but right. But at the same time, you you, you can't cut first rounders just like that. That's that's really hard. That's to what do, I'm right? saying. So there, I mean, it's it's obviously designed for like. I think once they hit a certain threshold where they're they're going to be something, they're going to just start moving these picks. Like that that is is basically designed for that. Because I mean, you know, Presti's a very good GM. Like I like he's basically built a reputation as a good GM. So I don't think the rebuild is going to be as long as people may think. But you know, I think right now, obviously, they just got to he's you know continue to rebuild the culture. You know, hopefully, land a couple of ASs yeah. in the draft, if not a few. And then just basically, you know, as we we're saying, just trade off a bunch of them to like for some really, really solid veterans. Because at the end of the day, OKC is probably. Well, would you say they're probably the worst market for free agency? I was going to say that too. I like they're not going to be attracting um, any marquee uh, free agents to that city or franchise. So they're going to have to trade like what Toronto did, like for Kawhi and whatnot. So, but yeah, to answer your question, they're, they they got to be. They're, if they're not the worst market, they're, they're definitely close to it. Like even like cities like Milwaukee now, they can attract maybe a, a you know a, mark, a a starter type player because they have it all star there. Yeah, they don't really have an all star yeah. in OKC right now at that level, right? right. As uh, Giannis, so, play with, yeah, yeah. Plus, that, you know that city is just not marketable. That New Orleans maybe. Uh, Toronto, I even had higher than those two. Um, oh, I would, I would have Toronto higher there on that too. But um, I, I guess you know because you're the you're you're the fantasy guy. Uh, who who's your fantasy sleeper off this team right now? Uh, you know, uh, I like Giddy. I like Giddy, and I think he's gonna get he's gonna get minutes. He's gonna yeah. get playing time. Uh, I know. I don't. Is he like a? Is is he a natural point guard? Pure point guard? I think he is. I know he's a guard. Point point guard. Yeah. Shooting guard. But so you him can, and you shake can, him. You can slide him anywhere from one to three just based on his height. Yeah, his height. Yeah. So I think they're going to give him that time. Like out of out of all the rookies in the league, like he might get like he may not start, but he'll be that six man. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I like Giddy. I like what he can bring. What he will bring, and he's a perfect fit to be honest. Because they definitely need a point guard like you know in this style of game anyhow six eight six seven get somebody that can dribble the ball play down low play up top so i like giddy and, and on top of that too uh you know the fact that obviously they're not must see tv but because of the the, the canadians that's on there we'll probably be two guys that are, that are going to watch them more than most people right just because of the, that fact yeah. alone but yeah. Giddy's done enough in the preseason that honestly, I think for the first month of the season, I'm gonna have to be like flipping through the channels, and if I come across OKC, I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm definitely leaving this on just to see exactly. what he does. He's making cut like uh, Lamelo type, like Lamelo Ball type plays in his rookie year. You know, like just flashy type style brings excitement, um, energy. So from the few highlights that I saw, so. 
and, and, be fun to watch. And the only reason why we're spending this long on them is because there's two Canadians on it. We, we, <laughs> we really shouldn't be talking about them this long. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, number 14, we got the Houston Rockets. Is Houston, yeah. is Houston the worst team that you must watch? <laughs> Between, yeah, I guess so. But like, for us, as we just said, Canadians, it's, it's probably going to be OKC. But yeah, Houston is uh, just to watch on green. I think I want to watch it. Like, out of all the rookies, he definitely has to be the leading candidate to be rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks the most polished. Oh, like, yeah. shoot. Man, like, he looks like he came from, like, the G League or from a professional league, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't look raw. He looks confident. Like, uh, man, he's, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a problem. They're, they're, they're going to be, obviously, one of the shittiest teams in the league, obviously, but because of Jalen Green, but to me, especially when you throw in Kevin Porter Jr., I think it's, is it Kevin yeah. Porter or Kevin Porter Jr.? We, either yeah, way, Kevin, Kevin Porter. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Porter, Porter but Jr. I don't know if there was a junior attached, but... I yeah, mean, junior, junior. Right, but I think that kid is really talented, man. Like, I, I think, like, do you think there's a legitimate chance for him to be, you know, maybe to win most improved or maybe be in the top two? For most improve, because I, I yeah. think his future, mind you, he's got a he's had, he's had a rough start to his career in terms of stuff off the court, as we know, you know, and we gotta hope that doesn't stunt his growth. But you know, if he can keep that in track, like honestly, I can I can see him averaging about twenty five in the league someday, not not this year, but someday. Yeah, like it would not surprise me the next like if like two three years from now, you're like, yo, this guy's averaging twenty five a night. Like it would it wouldn't yeah. shock me. These he, he could score so easily, man. And he's Listen, so on that squad, on that squad, he could do it like in a year or so. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> he's going to be putting up shots like close to twenty shots a game, and he ain't afraid Listen, to do it either. <laughs> no, he's not afraid to, to to let him loose, man. Like, and the team pretty much, you know, it sounds like they're giving him the green light to do it too, right? By trading away a wall, and they don't really have much like like veteran guards on this team. To yeah. be honest, if you really look at it, there's nobody really there. So it's really just him and uh, Green. Uh, I don't even consider like Gordon point guard or like he's always hurt anyhow. But yeah, yeah. So he has the green light to l- let him go, and they don't really have any bigs to play through other than Wood, right? Other than and Wood. it's not like somebody down low is going to be taking points. This the squad looks thin up top and thin all around, to be honest. So he has a chance to to score twenty points even this year. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he will get twenty points this year. I don't, I don't Obviously, think that's even a yeah. question. I don't think that's even a question, but you know, twenty to twenty-five points. It may not sound like a lot, but it's a lot to get to that. You know what I mean? To jump to yeah. that level, you know what I mean? But it, it, it is possible just just because somebody has to shoot the shots, right? But yeah, he's pretty efficient. But, but 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 is he a point? Like they have to have a point guard. Like I think I don't know what they're planning to do in terms of who is going to be bringing up the ball. But whoever is, if he's bringing up the ball, right? Like he can't just be he can't be jacking them up as well yeah. as often, right? But you could be like you want to be like Iverson and back in those days, but like uh, I, I don't know. I think for him to get like those twenty twenty four points, ideally he somebody else should be bringing up the ball or running the and, offense uh, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's the, the thing with Jalen Green as as much as he's a he's a point guard, but he's I he, he strikes me as more of like that that hybrid guard. You know what I mean? Like more yeah, of a scoring guard. Yeah, I don't see him as a point guard like. Yeah, like when I think of we, point guard, I always think of like kid and like like Jason Kidd, like those type of yeah players, you know. But uh, it's good. I think they both basically play the same position, Porter and Green, from what it sounds like, or style. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how they plan to make it work. 
and that, and that's the thing. Like right now, as you to touch on what you're saying, they they got a mismatch, they got a mismatch of players, and you know they're gonna have to figure out who they're gonna keep, who they're gonna let go. They got a mix of leapers, they got a mix of some talented guys. Because the was it Jay Sean Tate? Like he had a nice year last year too for a rookie. It's kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think he was like a second round pick. But who's who's worth like who's worth staying? I guess is the question. Um, other than that. I guess what happens with John Wall is the other question too. Like, I mean, at some point they're gonna. They're oh, he's gonna not have traded. To figure that's that right. Out. He's not traded yet, right? They, no. they just told him don't don't show up. Don't Sorry, show up. I, I said that he was traded. Not yet. But yeah, there's a mutual agreement, point, but but he does he doesn't want to take the uh, he doesn't want to take the buyout, right? Because he's like owed ninety one yeah. million. So what does that buyout yeah, gonna yeah. look like, right? So yeah, no, 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 no. I don't blame him. Fun, the funny, but, uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Funny thing is, like. He's gonna. He could definitely help a team. It's just not at that salary, you know. But he could definitely help a team, for sure. Oh, he could definitely help a team if he accepts a certain role. Like again, like it's hard to be that guy and be that point guard and, um, you know, that leader, and then move on to another team and be told not to be that guy and not to be that leader. Yeah. Just play your role. So that's the adjustment that it's going to be difficult for him and for teams to find a role for him. Like he, ideally, to be honest, I think he he'll be like the perfect six man coming off the bench. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I got nothing yeah. else to offer with this team. Who's your fantasy sleeper? Uh well, it's probably not a sleeper. It's hard to say, you know. But it, like I like, you know, sometimes you don't really want to go with Brooks as being like a, a key person on your fantasy team. But I think Green, uh, he may not be a sleeper to most, but I think he's a guy that um, would be that's going to surprise a lot of uh, fantasy managers of. of having a person a player in your lineup every night giving you what you want yeah so i i, I like green i like green anybody else you know I, it's really hard to say on the squad um yeah really hard really hard all right next up we got the san antonio spurs uh depending on how the season plays out if the spurs end up being in this 13 spot is it over for coach pop uh yeah it's not it wouldn't be by um it wouldn't be it would be by his choice if it would be over. I don't think it would ever be management choice of saying, okay, listen, we need a, a new a new person in charge of uh, of leading our team and franchise. I don't think management would ever do that. I don't think he would ever be fired. Like, sorry, nothing's ever, not, like nothing is impossible, but I don't see any time in the future knowing that the squad is young, uh, knowing that um, they're not expected to make the playoffs. I think if there's going to be any scrutiny on Pop, it's how he manages the uh, youngsters, right? Like the rookies. He's been pretty hard. Not hard. You know, they've been fortunate as an organization to have a lot of young, talented prospects. But these prospects generally take a, you know, they, they got to pay their dues in that franchise. Like right. go down to the G League, play backup for two years. I don't know if Pop is willing to give a, like, like Primo or these young rookies, like those minutes up, up, up ahead, right? They got to earn it and whatnot so it's probably going to come down to style of how he wants to develop these players if anything if if it's going to draw any scrutiny of of, um, pop yeah you know what not only do i agree with you in terms of they're never going to get rid of pop i don't i don't even mean it in that sense i'm just looking at it from solely from his age you know what i mean where the team is right now like to me, honestly, I can see him retiring, it, uh, like leaving the game in the next two years, not getting fired, but leaving the game. Like this is my theory. Yeah. This is my theory personally. Like I didn't hear this from anywhere else, but to me, I, I feel like he wants to set up that foundation 
a good foundation of, of the, where the young players are, and then at the same time just groom the next coach to take his place, whether it's Becky Hammond or whoever it is that's, that's, on, his, that's on his bench right now. Like, I, I could see him, like, even during the year, I could see him having his assistants doing more coaching during games, like leading timeouts more than ever before, that kind of thing, just to kind of prep them, right? Yeah. Like, but you know what? But you know what? Like, he's still coached Team USA. Mm-hmm. He's still coaching now. He's a like, great coach. If, anytime, yeah. if, if there's any time, no, I'm, what, what I'm trying to say is that if he wanted to leave the game, like, this is the time to leave the game. Like, the team is in a transition uh, year or mm-hmm. years. Um, now's the time to leave. To be honest, and he's at that age, right? Yeah. So my, if he's not leaving now, and he's still coaching in the summertime, like you know, he's not even spending time with family. <laughs> so if he's not doing that in the summer, and he's still coaching now to a team that's not going to be playoff bound for another, I think, five to seven years, you know, uh, why not leave now? So if he hasn't left, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Yeah, and then you remember too, like you know, as much as he, because he seems like a, somebody that loves the game still, but you know, with his. Yeah. You know, with his spouse passing away a few years ago, right? Like, you wonder if this is like a this is kind of like therapy at the same time too, right? Where like you exactly. just you're just tied up in the work, right? You um, got it, you got it. So, and so, I, I, actually, I don't want him to go because he's great for the game. Oh, he's, he's incredible great for the players. Yeah. Socially, I love his his. He's, I like his forward thinking mm-hmm. on social aspects. Um, man, like I, I I hope he doesn't ever leave. To be honest, yeah. But you know, like it's just just where they are right now. It's like I I just like it's it's weird. Like with Belichick, right? Like you know, that's always like the comparison. Like Belichick, I can see Belichick staying around until like they get back to being like on top, right? And with football, mm-hmm. it's a little you can get to that top a little quicker, right? Depending on who you grab, how you develop, like your quarterback, what they're going through with Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Like so, you can you can kind of get to that top a little bit faster, depending on how things break. But with NBA, like, you know, when you're at the bottom, it, you, like, you can't go from zero to, like, the fourth spot and contending for a, ch- a title to the next year. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. So that's where it's like, do you have, like, another, like, four years or three years where this team could be really something? And they're, like, another team, too. They're not going to get the high-end free agents, right? No, they're not. They're not. They're not. Yeah. But, like, with them, it's like, look, man, at the end of the day, they had basically almost three decades of success. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. More or less. So, <laughs> so the end, you know, like, like honestly, we can't be surprised by this. You know, like, it's no. like to me, it ended when Kawhi was traded. You know, teams never have that kind of sustained success, especially in basketball. So, you know, the rebuild's going to take a while. But, you know, shout out to Primo as well, because I think that that was a, that was a, I mean, everybody was surprised when he went that high. But honestly, when teams like the Spurs and teams like Pop make those decisions, I'm always intrigued. So the fact that yeah. I didn't get to see him play, but I'm like the fact that like they, they you know, these people say they quote unquote reached to get him. The fact that they went and did that, I'm like, like obviously there's something there, and, it, and you can see even in the preseason, he's showing you some things already. So, and he's so but young. He's not getting, he's he's not so getting a lot of minutes in preseason though. That's right. the thing that uh, right. surprised me because I would I would think that you would get minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like so you can show what you have right to pop or anything. But I, I don't see I. I Unless I'm, you know, mislooking at what I'm seeing here, but he's getting under like 10, 12 minutes. The thing is, <laughs> which he's is so kind of weird because too. most rookies yeah. are getting like, you know, like a, not starting, but at his where he was picked, you would think he will get more minutes at least in the preseason. But yeah, I think he might have been hurt too, so I don't know the, the actual details. Who's he started your, late. Who's your fantasy sleeper? 
Ooh, sleeper. You know, I do like, well, it may not be a sleeper, but, I, well, it's always um, arguable who's a sleeper or not. But I like Pirtle this year, man. You like, I like Pirtle? Okay. Jakob. Yeah. Jakob? I like Jakob. I like Jakob to be even maybe a double-double guy. I, I said it. Record it. Save it. I like Jakob Pirtle to be a double-double guy this year. And that might be a sleeper in terms of finding that double-double big on your, like, you know, in a yeah. deep round. Get a like blocker a 14-team league. Yeah, he can get you double the end block. Yeah. So, I think from a fantasy perspective, not like, you know, franchise building in real life, like, as a fantasy, he might be a sleeper this year. And they have no other bigs either. Who's Thaddeus Young? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> they got no bigs. Literally no bigs. He's going to be playing at least 30 minutes a game, minimum, every game. So that's my I, I, I agree with you, although I still feel like that's that Raptors blood flowing through your veins on that one. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I agree. It I, always I, I is. It. Always yes. is. It always is. But I like Pirtle. I like Pirtle this year. I like Keldon Johnson. I don't know if that's really a sleeper, but uh, that that kid is talented, and I wonder yeah, what no. he, yeah, I wonder what he brings from that experience of Team USA. He he could be like that the Rosen fill-in that they are looking for, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be a hole there for somebody to put up shots. So I can see Johnson. I don't know if he'll start, but he should start, actually. No, he, yeah, he, he will start. start. Yeah, he will start. He should start. Um, number 12, we got the Sacramento Kings. I feel like they're always here every time we do this. Um, e- even if they don't end up trading for Ben Simmons, should they blow this team up, or do, or do they just go all in? Uh, you know, oh, man. You know... I would blow it up. I would personally blow it up. Only because, as you just said, it's been years, man. Years. And I think... They're when, always in the spot every time Every time we do this. Every man, it's, I don't know, man. They're cursed. And like, not only are they cursed with draft picks, like, they're not panning out, but um, it's like it sets a culture, you know, of... I don't know. And again, as we also talked earlier about free agents, like, they don't really... You know, it's not really a market... So you got to trade and blow it up. Like, I would bring in Simmons. I like Mitchell. Like, um, he's my sleeper. You haven't asked me that yet, but that's my sleeper. I like mm-hmm. Mitchell. That like you can afford to take a, a risk in trading for Simmons knowing that you have Mitchell there. Yeah. So, like, if it takes Fox, I like Fox, though, so don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's not working, man. It's not working. And um, they make some blunders, signings, like Barnes signing. To that. Like I, I don't get it. Like what they're doing over there. I like Halliburton as well. I like Mitchell and Halliburton. And you can trade Fox and and bring in Simmons or like blow it up. I, I, I would do it personally. Yeah, it, it's. I, I, I don't. I have no idea what to say about these guys anymore, Julian. I, I don't. I, I don't know. They, they got like they, they basically got three point guards on their roster who need time, based on where <laughs> yeah. they were drafted and how much money you spent on them, right? Like we, we we still have no idea what they're doing with Marvin Bagley, they're, they're they've just been stuck in this position for so long. But they spent money on Holmes, they spent money on Heald, they spent money on on Harrison Barnes, and Fox got his max. So, you know, they spent all this money and committed, but they're still no closer to winning anytime soon. Like if no, like, like honestly, if I was them, I would wait to see what happens in Philly. You know, hope Ben just you know regains his value and all that, but. And if that happens, I would just flip him for Fox and just take one of those other point guards, whether it's Mitchell, whether it's Halliburton, you know, plus a pick, and just just see what we could do. Like ironically, if you can if you can surround Ben with some shooters and scores, it actually may be a better fit. 
it may be a better yeah. fit. But just trusting management to like this management to do that is that's a whole other story altogether. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't trust them at all. Um, they did. Yeah, I do like their recent draft picks. You know, um, Mitchell Halliburton the last two years, but the years prior to, you know, is what put them in this position that they're in now. And not to mention the Western Conference is just so man, it's 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 so difficult, right? Absolutely. So it's like, so you got to like think, am I going to be winning in the next two years? No. So you got to start planning. I, like I'm sure they they are doing all of this, but uh, I, I think their time is not going to be for another five six years again down the line. Yeah, and like. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Here, here's my wild prediction because you you made uh, you already said Mitchell is your fantasy sleeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's my wild prediction: if they get off to another slow start, which you know the chance of that happening is is relatively high, I say DeAndre Fox starts asking for a trade. Don't be surprised if you start hearing rumors mm-hmm. that he wants to leave. Because yeah. you know you, you're looking at the money he's making and stuff, and like I don't know if he's got that loyalty thing like like Lillard, but. You know, you look at the money he's making, and especially the guys in his class, they're they're kind of in, you know, they're in some good situations, pretty good situations. At least some of the ones that are that are that are like drafted high. And for somebody like him, do you see any hopes or future of maybe even being a, a, a strong playoff contender, much less a championship contender? That's like light years uh, away, no. still. Yeah, it's like light not years. the way that the Western Conference is built today. No, no, no they're not. They, yeah, they're like you know they're. Aaron Fox is, you know, he's a franchise player. Oh, for he's sure. Somebody that you can sure. you can build around one hundred percent. But that being said, it's hard to build around a player, uh, well, around a player in that city, for one thing. Um, and then the, I don't know where. Like, I, I don't know where to begin. It's going to take. They may be in a worse position than Sacramento and Houston, maybe. Just to put it bluntly, right now. Yes, maybe. Um, number 11, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, how committed should the front office stay to this, this, this core that they have with Mitchell, not Mitchell, sorry, with, uh, with Towns, um, Russell, and Edwards? Russell. How committed should, should the front office stay to this, to this T-Wolves core? Not, I, this is the last year. I would, personally. Like, like you really want to see like a full year with Russell healthy, Towns healthy. And um, Anthony Edwards and health, not while well, he's been healthy, but like a whole year between those three playing together. Yeah. And I think after this year, you 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 gotta you gotta change it up too as well. Let's see, as a DM, it, what does it take? Like, at what point would it take for you to start thinking I need to blow this up? And I think that's the diff- most difficult decision each GM has to make in their careers in terms of when to blow it up because your, your life is on the line as a contract. I mean, as, as a GM with that team, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I will give it one more year. I won't blow it up. Like I wouldn't have done it this off season. No, I want to see how um, Edwards develops. I want to see how Russell and, and Towns play together, but they are a playoff team. I think to be honest, like, like they start potentially being mm-hmm. that playoff like you know play the, the, uh, the playoff play round you know yeah. that that three team the, the play in tournament like, yeah the play in tournament yeah. the, the, was it 9 10 9 8 9 10 yeah 8 so, 7 yeah, to think, 10 7 to 10 yeah yeah they they're potentially in that in in that three team bubble there so yeah um but i will see how it goes i will see how it goes this year and after this year before players start losing their values right you got to really try to trade them when they're playing at a high level too at some point so 
facts, can't wait too long. Facts on facts on facts. Facts on facts. Um, I, I've said this before. To me, if this team doesn't win 40 games, you really have to start rethinking this core as, as it's currently constructed. And honestly, I'd start with Towns. You know, you, you give him some respect, and maybe if, if you want to respect him, send him to a, a playoff contender, but, you know, or a team with another star. Like, for example, if you can, if there's some way, I don't know if the money will work out, but if there's some way you can flip him, you know, in a trade where him and Beal are in D.C., that might not be a bad pairing, you know, but I don't know. Like, I, like the core can work for sure, because, you know, you, you saw how the, the season ended. And mind you, you know, it's the end of the season. The crappy teams are going to get some wins and stuff. But I kind of liked how they 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 played, and if they can stay if they can stay healthy, I, I totally agree with you. I think they're going to be in more games than you think, you know. And and yeah. they, they got a good closer and playmaker at Russell. I see Edwards for sure getting about twenty a night. Like he's ready to explode right now, yep. you know. And honestly, I thought what was underrated. Well, two things that was underrated. Number one, the fact that they traded for Patrick Beverly, I thought it was a, <laughs> I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was actually a smart trade because I think it just infuses a tougher, just a tougher uh, mentality in that locker room. More off the court at this point than him playing, but I feel like somebody like him is going to definitely put a foot in 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 Carl Anthony Towns' ass defensively. I, like I I kind of like him being in that locker room just to shake shit up. Yeah, you know. No, I hear you. Yeah, they need that, right? They yeah. need a culture, like a Jimmy Butler type player, again, returning kind of personality type yeah. player. Yeah, no, that they need it. But then the, uh, then, uh, and then the other thing, the second thing is, you know, you're talking about, like, <laughs> you were saying earlier about the GMs, and they, they have to make these moves because their career and stuff in their life is their livelihood is on the line mm-hmm. every time they make these moves. Well, they just fired their GM back in, uh, like, right after that Beverly trade this summer. So mm. again, like whoever's I don't even know who the GM is in now, but I whoever, don't know. whoever's in there now, you know what I mean? He's not married to this. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like I think this is like a, a one year thing and then it's like if it doesn't work, they're gonna start and I think Towns is like the this Towns is the smart move because he makes the most money, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's putting up all those great stats and they don't come close to winning. They've they've made the playoffs no. one time. Right. The so same thing that we talked about with like the other, you know, like franchise players on bad teams, like the the Foxes and Towns. Like at some point, you got to blow it up and kind of move that franchise tag to somebody else, right? And and in this case, it may be um, Edwards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So kind of like make it clear to everybody that you know it's not that it's his team, but we're we're going forward with Edwards as being our guy, and you you try to build around him going forward. And that may take trading towns for some draft picks or players or whatnot. But that's why, as a GM, you got to make those bold decisions. At some point, you got to hit that crossroads and say, "This ain't working." And I know my my contract is up in next year or this year or whatnot. But this is what I feel is right. Now, who's your fantasy sleeper on this team? Oh man, I got nobody on this squad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> sleeper, nobody on this squad. As a sleeper, like if you're not starting, you ain't fantasy relevant on this squad. But I don't know. Maybe Beverly might be get some minutes. Maybe, Maybe Beasley. Just, yeah, Beasley, you know what? You know, he might be. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Like, he is going to start, too. He should be starting. And he does put up. He played well last year, actually. Yeah, he did. He actually surprised me. Like, I didn't know he had that in him. Where did he come from again? Was it Denver? No. I can't remember what's going Yeah, well, it was Denver. It was Denver, right? So he was like, you know, they had a lot of depth in Denver. So. When he came over to Minnesota, he was playing at a high level. I was like, wow, okay, this is why they traded someone or signed him. Like, I don't know how he got there, but 
But yeah, Beasley. You're right. Is he still with Larsa Pippen? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. After he blew you know everything what? up, everything he blew up everything up for for the snack. <laughs> what a joke! If if they are broken up, it would have been front page news like a, a good six, six, three, six yeah. months ago. I don't know. You maybe, know. maybe it's real love. Maybe it's real love. Uh, <laughs> they might be still together. Um, number ten, we got the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. Should the front office yeah. be a, a little scared shitless as Zion right now? Yes, yes, shitless. I would be like they may say, nah, it's like another injury, but it all depends on how he fractured that foot. Like, how did he do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they released that information. They like, didn't. Was yeah. he training? Even if he was training. Well, they said it was like, training. They said it was training. Yeah, but like training doing what? Yeah. Doing squats? Training, playing ball? Like, hooping? Like, what is it? And that that, that does scare me. Like, if, you know, the, the, the bones in the ankle are very small, so it's, it's very easy to fracture a bone in the ankle, so don't get me wrong. But with his weight, and I saw his um, his press conference when they're um, introducing the team and whatnot, like before the season starts. He looks heavy, man. He looks heavy. Mind you, he can easily lose it, but it's scary because obviously he can't train, do anything with a yeah, with, with a, one with foot, foot, with one yeah. one leg, right? So, he, but it just goes to show you how easily he put on the weight, right? Like um, died or I don't know if he's I don't know, but it is a little bit scary to see him. Anybody that gets injuries early on in their career like this. Um, but it's only an ankle injury, uh, ankle fracture, which isn't a major big deal. It's not like an ACL or oh, a I ligament. Thought, I, thought or a, I thought it was a bone in his foot. I didn't know it was the ankle. But, okay. Yeah, it's a bone in the foot. Most bones are in your foot are you know, yeah. related to the ankle, other than you know your toes and all that yeah. stuff, like the tiny bones. But it, I, maybe it was an ankle. But it's a small, small, it's a small bone in his foot, yeah. I, I believe, because the I think he was only supposed to be out for like – Four to six weeks max, kind of thing. But not, not they extended but, it, right? Like not, not yeah, they did. They did. Now. They so did extend like, oh, it. Boy. I have them on, on my fantasy team, so I, I pay close attention to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the last two years, I've been paying close attention to his, his his health and whatnot. So yeah, they did extend it. They want to take their precaution, but to me, I think it's conditioning. I think they want him to be at a right weight before playing on that foot, and he's not. He's not ready. He's not. He's not there yet. Now, so they're gonna take their time. While while you're talking, I sent you a picture. Check your check your WhatsApp right now. Um, right. I sent you a picture of Zion. Hey, tell me when you're when you're looking at it. Okay, I got it. You got yeah. it. The yeah. bottom the bottom picture is from two years ago from the presser from two years ago. The top is from this year. Yeah, yeah. You can see that. Like you can see all in his neck. See, this is the thing though. You can't tell if it's like. I hope it's not Photoshop. Yeah, I, I know, because I, I don't remember you know, looking like that in, in uh, two years ago. But yeah, exactly, he didn't look like that. He yeah. did not look like that. No, the current picture I think is real. Yeah, current, but the one prior to, I don't think he looked like that. Look, he looks chiseled. He looks chiseled. Yeah, like, biceps and a long. Mind you, he, neck. he did look good, but it, but but I don't remember him looking like shredded like that. Like not no, shredded, no, no. But he he looks look like, like Carmelo shredded here. Like that's not happening. Yeah, right? so. I think it's tweaked, though, obviously. And even the, the background of it kind of gives that mm -hmm. uh, impression that it was. But I saw live video of how he looks now. So I know he's kind of he's heavy now. So that's mm -hmm. not a question. Cause I did see it. But not heavy, like, to the point, like, Oliver Miller heavy. Kind of. No, 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 no. Not, not at all. Like, that's, a, that's, that's the thing. I'm such a – listen, I know you have, your, you have him on your fantasy team, but I'm such a major fan of him. 
you know. Um, and I think yeah. Stan Van Gundy, like he unlocked his talents, which I thought was such a shame when he got fired after one season. That was really weird. I, I still don't know what happened. I don't. That. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I, don't I actually know. like how Van Gundy had um, over the years. Uh, developed as a coach you know in the beginning was harsh yelling screaming mm-hmm. fighting yeah howard and orlando i actually liked how he turned into like the coach that he turned into turned into a little more reserved uh, yeah 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 but I, I i don't know i really wish i knew but anyhow it's weird like because all the rumblings you hear about uh, zion in the front office you know it's it's not good if there's truth to that and and the fact that you know again this is one of those markets like new orleans is like a, a world a world-renowned tourist attraction, but for basketball, it doesn't seem like it's really working. You know, so I, I don't know what to think, but, like, if you, if somehow you lose Zion and AD, you may as well move the team and just try again at a different market. Like, maybe try Seattle. I don't know. But, yeah. Listen, if you lose Zion, like, to me, he is a perfect fit for New Orleans. Yeah. Only because he's quiet. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like the p- person that the needs a rah-rah yeah. party life and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, he reminds me, like, I don't know, you know, but, but you know what I'm saying, right? That's yeah. just, just personality. It seems easy, just like the big easy. Like, yeah, so, he doesn't need it, Miami. He doesn't need New York. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It doesn't seem like it. He seems like he's a homebody and mama's boy and that southern kind of Southern lifestyle. Stuff, he's, already, he's already a southern guy, so... That's yeah, so fits. if they lose him, man, there's no hope. There's no hope. Yeah, for, forget it. And I mean, again, shout out to the to the next Canadian we have on here, and the, uh, was it Nikhil Alexander Walker? Like he's yeah, tough. Yeah, he's tough, but you know, he's meant to be one of those guys that comes off like the bench at the moment to me. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have him as my sleeper. I have okay. him as my sleeper. I drafted him in my league. Yeah, um, I think he's gonna but, do. I think he's gonna do pretty well this year. Because they, they they freed up some some space for him, right? Like mm-hmm. they, it was a ball, ball, ball's gone, ball's gone. Right? Yeah, and Bledsoe's somebody gone. else might have been open up. Bledsoe's um, gone. Who? Pardon me. Bledsoe. They got rid of Bledsoe. Yeah, yeah, Bledsoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got some guard yeah. openings for some minutes. Like the, but I do Deontay like that rookie Gr- man. I yeah. like the rookie man, Trey Murphy. I do like Murphy. Mm. I do like Murphy. For what I'm seeing, I didn't know much about him uh, in college, but from what I'm seeing now, he looks good. He looks good. Now before but, um, before we move on though, what what are your thoughts on Ingram? Like just uh, pairing together with uh, with Zion, do you think it's gonna work? Because I think he's talented, but I think for me it's like, and I have him on my fantasy team too. But I feel like he's unless he unlocks certain skill sets, I feel like he's getting closer to his ceiling. Like there's obviously a talent there to be a perennial All Star, but like there's something missing for him to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And you know what it is to me? I think he has the talent, as you said. I just think mentally he doesn't have that it factor. Meaning like like that player that can turn it up in the fourth quarter, that player that can lead the team in the locker room, mm. the player that people respect off the court. You know, that, that kind of like, not that you got to be all those things, right? It's yeah. difficult. Like very few can be all of those players. I'm just saying he lacks all of those, those attributes. He lacked it to me. Yeah. Right. Um, again, always from the outside, it's hard to make these assessments. But some of the comments he makes, like I can't know what he said about LeBron last year. What did he say? Something I can't remember about Lakers. But bottom line, he, he seems like a, a little mini knucklehead. Not really a true mm-hmm. knucklehead, but at least he came in this year. Though he came in shape. I don't know if you've seen any images of him. Have you seen any images of Ingram? I, I haven't yet. No, but he got a little bigger, right? Yeah. You know he, how he has that small 
skinny frame. Mm-hmm. This year, he looks like like Lamar, like not to say Odom was some type of beast, but he looks like Lamar Odom ish with his weight kind okay. of thing, and he has more muscular on him. So we'll That's see how he, how yeah. that translates and how he handles um, it, how his body handles. Yeah, it. but yeah, the mental IQ he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it to be honest with you, from what I see. So he's not the type of player that I would want to like his his skill sets. Like I think him and Zion can work together. That's without yeah. a question. But he's the type of guy that it'd be like last shot to to win it. Like he will take the ball from Zion and like you know, yeah, like try he, to win it. He'll pull a Carlton Banks. Yeah, like he's not making others better. You know, those type yeah. of players who wants the team to win. He doesn't seem that type. I, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, it's, he's it's, not it's, a guy. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's anyhow, interesting to see. Like, and and lastly, I'll fl- I'll fly that that uh, that past history Raptors flag with with Jonas. I I kind of like that that they have him right now because he kind of spreads the floor more than Adams. But I, I still yeah. don't know if he's the right fit with Zion. I don't know. Like they, yeah, they they just they just have to figure out like they got to properly build you know with that like around that kid immediately like they got to figure that out now because like I said you, you don't want this you don't want to lose AD and Zion in the next ten years like that's that's gonna but be done. as I said I don't think he'll go to I don't think he'll leave based off of wins and losses right now mm-hmm. it's only his second year and he doesn't have he doesn't come with that attitude that like I want to win like immediately he doesn't have, he has that last day fear. Um, like you know, like I'm not, I don't want to rock the boat type personality, like Zion. So I, I don't think there's a rush to to win to to be afraid. Plus they still have him on the contract. I think once it gets closer to what is it? I don't know how many more years. Another year? I don't know what rookie contracts go for how long now. But I don't think so. I don't think so. Plus he's not healthy, man. Yeah, he can't be demanding uh, <laughs> wins and, and he can't leave, like I'm himself. leaving when you're not healthy. Get get in shape. Yeah. Put up your numbers. Win awards, all-star, and then start being that guy. All right, number nine, we got the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, are they one year away from making serious noise, or or do you think they can catch a vibe like the Hawks did last year in the playoffs and make a an unexpected playoff push? I think they can make a playoff push, man. Okay. I think they're ready for this year. I think they're ready. Okay. I think, um, you know, as each year that goes under, you know, Jazz's belt, he's going to be better. He's going to get better. All these players are just going to get better. Um, I think a healthy uh, Jackson, if he's going to stay healthy for yeah. once, yeah. Um, he's going to make the team better. He didn't play at all really last. Maybe no. a, a quarter of the game. Most of the season, year. yeah. Right, and they made and they made playoffs, right? Yeah. So you know when you get if Jackson can stay healthy, I do like Adams. I like Adams. You know, as a big man up front, and they have a, a lot of they have a pretty decent depth too. If I they really call. do. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so I think I think they made the playoffs again, and um, and they look great going forward. They look great, like their like their future. I secretly like that trade with Adams, though. It's it's weird how it kind of worked out for both teams because it kind of eliminates Jackson, especially with his injury history. It kind of eliminates him doing all the dirty work, and and this, at the same time, because that's what Adams is for—to be that bruising guy, get those boards, and you know, clear people out the lane, that type of thing. And mm-hmm. you know, but the only thing is he doesn't spread the floor, right? So that's the that's the yeah. only issue. So I don't know how much minutes he's gonna get, but I think not only do I think they can make the playoffs again, but when you look at their team, it's it's not completely out of the realm to think they they can't borrow some of that Hawks vibe. Because look at the teams ahead mm-hmm. of them right now, right? Like we haven't we haven't spoke about like the rankings with the Clippers, but like the Clippers this season as well as the Blazers, they're not world beaters, you know. No. And, and Golden State, as much as I love Golden State. 
They got to wait for Clay to shake off that rust, and he hasn't played for in almost what two and a half years. Like, yeah. and and for him to shake off that rust, if he does come back by January, if that's the timetable, he comes back by then. He's not going to shake that off until the end of the season. And, Agreed. And, and plus, they've already they already had that shot of beating them, you know, to end their season too. So they they got a lot to build off of. Mm-hmm. It's just I think no, the, I agree. the biggest thing for them is just health. You know, I think that's just that's just the biggest thing. But like, truthfully, they they may be at because the way the NBA works, they're they're about a season away just because they're a bit young. And in the NBA, it's, it's kind of hard to skip those steps. You know what I mean? When it comes mm-hmm. to catching playoff heartbreak, yeah, like, you're gonna you're gonna take some L's. You know what I mean? When you're when you're young. But I like I'm with you. I love their roster right now. They're all dogs. They're all dogs. Yeah. I love them. And it's like a, a culture too. Like they have a different. Like it feels like a different culture from like Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it just as you said, like they're like go get it kind of blue collar type of you know players, and um, and I think that culture helps. Like I, you know me, I've said this time and time again. That mental approach to the game is huge for me, Major. and Major. along along with the talent and that like this culture for the team. It seems like what sets them apart from those other non playoff teams. Like with Dylan Brooks, like I know, I don't know. I really like Dylan Brooks, man. I, <laughs> I really like that guy. I'm not saying that just because he's, he's from Toronto, or whatever. But like, he's that's a player that you definitely keep on that team with beside Ja for the next while. Like, yeah, with ja, with ja, again, he's part cult- of the core. It's our culture yeah. again. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's it's part of culture again. He's he's part of that core. That that culture, like, yeah. like they second have, round pick. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying. Like shoulder. gotta go out there and fight and earn what I you know what I deserve. Nothing given to me, uh, underappreciated or under underrespected before coming into the league. You know those things. Who it, it, it makes a huge difference. Those undrafted type players making it on the team and stuff like that. So, no, I agree. And what's crazy with him too is with Brooks specifically. Is I remember remember a couple of years ago when um, when Iggy got traded there. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know, yep. he didn't want to be on this team. Well, f him, you know. And everybody mm-hmm. was laughing, yeah. like, "Yo, who is this guy?" But yeah. you know, they're they're true to their word. They're true to yeah. their word. Like, <laughs> seriously, they're true to their word, man. Like, they they basically been bucking everybody ever since. And I'm like, for yeah. such a young team, I'm like, I love it, man. Like, I don't. Whenever they're playing on TV, I try not to miss their games. Uh, like, especially last year, like they're they're just they're just so talented. Like, I put it this way, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't totally shocked when they beat. Um, Golden State in that playing game, like mm-hmm. I, I was actually happy for them. Even though I, was, I love Golden State, I you know I love Steph, but I was I was happy for them because I'm like, yo, like this is, I love to see when a team just they want it so much. They're just like, you know what? I don't care what you say. We're not three four years away. We're ready now. I, we're trying to take whatever you give us now, and we're gonna take more off your plate. Like I love that. And I love with, watching guys. And like with teams. with that little bit of taste of winning last year, and kind of overachieving a little bit mm-hmm. it, 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 it carries over to this year and that mental um, approach of what yeah we can do this we can do it again and let's try to go further you know who's your fantasy sleeper well i like bane i like bane this year man um mm, i think he gets some, i guess more minutes yeah i like what i saw in preseason i like what he's i like his attitude i like what he's trying to do he's trying to impress he's trying to score He's trying to be, he's trying to improve. He's trying to develop. Like I, I like everything that I've seen so far in terms of his approach to the game. So I like Bane um, as a sleeper for fantasy wise. I like slow mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always nice though. He's good. He's great for fantasy actually yeah. in terms of like somebody you just want to plug and play on an off night with, and, with your starters on the bench. You and, can plug him in and he'll get you like almost a triple double. 
and touching like, all like nine, 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 and nine, yeah. like almost yeah. two steals, a couple of blocks. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He's smart. He's a smart player, obviously. And if you're going that slow, you got to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, we got the Portland Trailblazers. You know, I've been a fan of Dame and CJ for the longest time. Is is it finally time to split them up and retool this squad? Same thing. What we said, man. Yes, the answer is yes. Like, like you got to come to that to that fork in the road, and you look at the other teams in the conference and see where you're at. And can we win this year? Next year, we tried the last three, four years with the two with the focus on the guard play. You know, um, I know they brought in you know Nurkic and they try to get bigger, but it just doesn't work. So, and then they bring in you know Powell, who you know I love, you know ex Raptor. And whatnot, but that's not what they need, right? Yeah. Um, they, they got enough scoring from the back end. They need scoring from down low, and or at least some type of support. And yeah, so, yeah, I, I think it's time. I, I I thought it was time last year that McCollum should have been traded. Like I, I thought mm-hmm. so. Um, I wouldn't trade Lillard. I would definitely keep him if he wants to stay. I would I would definitely trade others. I'll keep him as my franchise player for obvious reasons. But with, with the addition of Powell. I think you can trade McCollum and bring somebody else as a small forward or power forward yeah. um, that can help the team up front. They need scoring from, yeah. from more than somebody who's 6'3". Yeah. <laughs> they really do. No, I agree. Like, I don't want to see them break up, actually. You know, I, I enjoy watching them play, but honestly, after everything Dame did last year in the playoffs against, against a team like in Denver, that honestly, because of the injuries, they should have taken care of them. It makes me wonder if they're ever gonna break through to that like contender status. You know, they've yeah. made they've made it out of the first round once in the last five years, six years even, right? And yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I, and at the same time too, like they need, they're always missing that third star. Like I thought it was gonna be Nurkic, but he can never stay healthy, and then he's got that yeah. whole Manador Calderon defense thing going on. Yeah, like I, I look, at, know, I look at their roster, yeah. Julian, and. Like they're gonna be good, right? And and I'm, I'm they're interested. I'm interested to see what Chauncey does, like what he implements in all his years of being with Detroit and all these different teams, like what he implements as a coach. But I look at this team, this team. You look at their roster, man. They're not as young as you think, man. They they got mm. a lot of vets, and their young players don't scream like future all star. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not sure yeah. what the move is for them to get over the top either, other than like trading, like breaking up that backward. And they have assets. To make that big trade, right? And as you said, they're getting older, right? And these these assets are going to turn into liabilities very soon. And you got to trade them at their peak. And you they can bring in a big. If you look at and also if you look across the league, most superstars on on each team is a is a big man like you know Giannis and LeBron, Durant, and they don't match up. They don't match up. No. You know we've seen this before with the Raptors too with Demar and Lowry like. I love them to death, but that wasn't the way to build your team going forward. And they made a trade, and they brought in, you know, Kawhi. It was a small forward slash power forward, and things changed immediately. So if you look at Portland's roster, they don't have a small forward power forward. Like I like Covington, don't get me wrong, but he's not that guy. He's not no, that guy that no. can do both ends on the court, right? So they gotta do that. But it's just that those players are hard to find. The small forward yeah. power power forward, right? They're not going to match up well with. Um, the Clippers and, and Lakers, yeah. you know, they're not going to match up well, so they're not going to go far. I hate shit, to say it. shit, they're even even far. even Denver now, depending on what you think of uh, Michael Porter Jr. But yeah, we'll get yeah, to him that really. too. But yeah, that too. And then you, what are you going to do? Put up 
put Covington on these guys, get in foul trouble, and then who comes off the bench? Like, you know, they're not built for a playoff run. They're built for regular season and to win and make the fans fan base happy and having, having the hope. But that's it. That's it. But I do like the team, though. <laughs> that, yeah. It sounds funny, but I do like watching the team. I do like McCollum. I love Lillard. I love power. I even like nurturing. You know, I like I like mm-hmm. I like I like the big man. But that's about it. And then that's the thing. That's the thing too. Like Dame is thirty one. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah, win yeah. a title now, because again, you remember he, he he did all four years of college, right? So yeah, I forgot you know, about that. Yeah, yeah. So he's thirty one years old. So if if you want to win a title now, you you have to make a move. But again, what's the move? You know, like it's funny. Like a couple yeah. of years ago, it could have been Kevin Love, maybe, but like, and I think maybe he can still help, but not in the same capacity as before. Plus, he can't stay healthy either. So, you know, I think in his his best days are kind of gone behind him. They lost Zach Collins, you know, the, to the Spurs. I don't know, man. He he uh, he, he underachieved. Yeah, but he, but I, I hear what you're saying. It's also be, also because they're in that gray area, you know, Portland. Yeah. Like meaning, like they win, they win. And then um, what do you do? You blow it up when you win? When yeah. you're like a, you know, mid-tier, like between five and eight seed. Yeah. You really want to blow it up? You just want to tweak it kind of thing. But They're like 45 to 50 wins every year. Yeah, that, right? yeah. And for the last like five years, I think, more five, maybe more, right? Yeah. So it's or hard more to, wins, yeah. and, and that's, what, that's where the Raptors were, right? Yeah. And then Masai was like, yo, I'm breaking this up. It ain't working. And we, we, we used to win Eastern Conference championships in Finishing first in a division, and we'll get bounced in the second round. Yeah, it's like okay, what's the point of this kind of thing? Yeah, so you're just spinning in circles. But they, they need to do that. They need to make a big splash, literally. Yeah. Now, who's your who's your uh, who's your sleeper? Uh, let's see here. Portland. I don't really like anybody uh, off the like off the bench here. Um, maybe uh, Powell. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're right. Know, it's maybe, weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Covington might do well. He might. He might. Who knows? He might decide to like let me take 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 some more shots and um, be a more of a scorer because they don't have anybody like in that in that position, right? Yeah. Like, maybe uh, you know he could put it defensively. He could put up some decent stats and steals and whatnot and rebounds. But maybe maybe he might be a sleeper. He went pretty actually in my couple of leagues that two leagues that I'm in. He went. He got drafted higher than I thought this year. Really? Um, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. And and then I had another draft, and boom, it was pretty high. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a contract year for him. i got to take a look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But maybe Covington, though, he does have the opportunity to score as a big, as a, as a big, believe it or not. Um, oh, Larry Nance. Oh, Larry Nance. Oh, Larry right? Nance. Is he on the squad? That's right. Larry Nance. Yes. That, that's actually a pretty he, good fantasy sleeper. Yeah, he needs to. He, that's a, he's in a perfect position to play because he can play power forward and center. When Nurk, Nurk is going to go down, you know he's going to go down. Yeah. And but Ness is another guy that who's always injured too. But he's in a perfect environment to excel. Now, number seven, we got the the Clippers. Seeing that it's it's highly unlikely that Kawhi is coming back this season, can can Paul George flirt with some MVP considerations this year? Yeah, you know, he could flirt with it every year. He has that ability. And or, or when, said, I say, when, I, when I say flirt, maybe let me correct myself. When I say flirt, maybe be like top five or top six in the MVP votes. Uh, ooh. That's tough. I don't know about that. Okay. No, I just because he doesn't, he doesn't shoot like a high percentage for me. Like, you know what? I don't know. I, yes, he could. To answer your question, he could. Will he be? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> question but he definitely could he's gonna have all 
the, the shots uh, available to him for the first half of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they definitely need scoring. Um, so he has the ability to, to lead. He has the experience now. He knows what it takes uh, to win games. And so, yeah, he has that ability to definitely be to flirt with that MVP type top five for sure. But will he be? I don't think so. Now, like, I think it's a strong possibility. Like, it's funny. This, I guess it's maybe a, a quote-unquote wild prediction if you want to call it that. But I can, I can see, like, a second or third team All-NBA status from this year. Just based yeah. on shots, anyhow they – they make like you know we have them seventh or like the master list has them as seventh but like if if they jump to like fifth or something like that i can see some of those mvp votes coming in for him you know mm-hmm. what i mean because i think he's you know we all know he's taken his lumps over the years and deservedly so you know the pandemic p thing was like that was a whole thing but he showed a lot last year in the, in the postseason and I, and i wonder if that kind of propels him to go over the hump but at, at this yeah so go ahead go ahead no no you're right i think he has a lot like one thing about Paul, like as you said, he seems to be like the the punching bag of fan, of fans of the of, of the casual fan and mm-hmm. and and other teams actually, you know, right down to even Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah. So, but so it, it it does motivate him, and I think it actually has helped him over the years. Um, he may not see it like that, but I think it has brought him, you know, more of a focus to his game and to improve and to want to do better and prove naysayers wrong. So he, he, he definitely has a little chip on his shoulder and that he can lead the team without Kawhi and, and you know, to all the naysayers. So he, I, I actually had them um, a little bit higher than seventh, but okay. on my personal list. Yeah. So I thought they were going to finish fifth or sixth. Okay. Um, but um, I thought, I th- yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know what, too? Um, they got something with, with Terrence Mann, I believe. Like, I, I want to see how he builds off some of the success, like, you know, from the playoffs or mini breakout. I don't want to call it a full breakout, but like a mini breakout. But, for example, like, he's got he's he's a player that's better than any young player that Portland has, for example. You know what yeah, I mean? In, ter- I in terms of, like, the future. Yeah, young player. Yep. Yeah. But, like, to me, like, you you know, at this point, you're committed to, to Kawhi. You're committed to to, um, to Paul. A new, a new yeah. arena's coming. You just got to continue to build around him. And, like, at this point, you know, Based on Kawhi's load management vibes, unless he's a hundred percent by the playoffs, don't bother bringing him back. And plus, not, <laughs> yep. He ain't gonna do it anyway. He ain't gonna do it anyway, yeah. and I can't blame yeah. him. Right, but he, he he's not gonna do it anyway. But I think it just kind of like I don't know. You, you kind of just see who's gonna be part of the future. I think that's what you use it this year to be about. Like, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with injuries, right? It, it sucks, but it 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 gives an opportunity to others to, to grow and shine and. To, ex- to gain that experience that they would never have had if um, the starters were all, all, all healthy. So as an organization, you're right. you got to take advantage of it and hope that the players take advantage of it that are being put into those positions to, to, um, to play. So it, man, Terrence Mann, he has a chance to, to, to eat up some minutes and to show management, I deserve more. I would never have been able to show you this if, you know, if he had a full spot. Yeah. And that's also players, too, that get traded from a team full of depth to a team that with no depth and they start shining like Beasley that we talked about in Minnesota. Sometimes you just need opportunity and this is it for man, especially who's your sleeper. Ooh, I like, um, this may not be a sleeper. Yeah. He's a sleeper for me. I like Zubac. I, I like, I like, I like Zubac, man. Another big, just like Pirtle. I like, they don't have no bigs, man. If you look at the squad, I think it's just Ibaka who's, 
I don't know what's going on with I this guy. I think he's still recovering from. Man, it, it seems like that was a uh, almost like a godsend that we didn't. Uh, the Raptors didn't yeah. pick him up, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy. Maybe we knew something too. You know, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. But but Zubak, like he looked good last year. Like the, I didn't expect him to be that good. Like not to say he was like amazing or great or double double. Know. Yeah, double, and I double, think he's yeah. just gonna grow off of it again this year because they have no bigs. Yeah, they had who Batum Morris. That's they it. have nobody. Yeah. Again, it's a team that lacks lacks a lot of depth. Actually, when you think about it, um, so but I, I like Zubac as my uh, sleeper sleeper pick. Uh, number six, we got the Golden State Warriors. Um, is this the dark horse team in the league to make this championship run? Like, do you feel like they're the dark horse? Uh, yeah, you know, they can make a run. Yeah, I think they are a dark horse because I don't think nobody expects them to to make a run. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Not in that Western Conference. I don't think so. But um, if they do, it would definitely surprise me. Um, it all depends on health, right? And how the team's how quickly the team can gel together in the second half of the year. Yeah. It all, you know, as we talked about Thompson, if he comes back and if he comes back healthy and how quickly he comes back in the new, in the new year. And then um, Wiseman, you know, he never really developed to what they had anticipated. Uh, mind you, he didn't play at all in college. And then he gets yeah. hurt all year last year. Yeah. And you he's know still recovering so, but he, too, right? Pardon me? He's still recovering a little bit too, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. He's still not even eating Again, he missed training camp, I think. Yeah. So it's like if these guys all develop and play to the level that we had all anticipated them to be, like Clay and Wiseman and Green and Curry, and um, I think they can make a run, right? But uh, And if you notice, I didn't mention Wiggins' name, if you notice. Yeah, he, to me, he's just a, a, just a player, part of, part of like a rotational type player mm-hmm. at this point in his career. He's, to me, I like cool. I don't know if you've seen what he's been oh doing in God. preseason. Oh, my God. Man, with limited minutes, like 18, 20 minutes, he's scoring like 18, 20 points. Each minute is a point. And the highlights, it's not like he's just getting like, you know, like N1s uh, and, you know, making fluke shots. He's like, he's off the dribble. Like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, what was this? It's not and fluke. Again, That's just, the funny thing. It's not, just, it's not, I don't think it's fluke. No, it's this, this a year, a year of growth in the off season. Yeah. That's what it takes. Sometimes you come back in the second, third year, and you're like, you know, I'm not a rook no more. I'm not letting these rookies show me up. No, listen, I'm a, not a vet, but like, I've been here, done that. I know what to expect. I know certain other players' expectations or how they play, and you're just ready to perform confidence. Mental again, going back to that mental approach, he he brought it, man, this year. So, who knows? I, I, and I also like Kaminga. I like the pick, the draft pick, yeah. Kaminga. Like, if he was on a rebuilding team, he would be a franchise type, not franchise, but a player that you want to develop in. Yeah, I just, uh, I just think he's not on the right fit. Yeah. Not on the right fit with Golden State. It, it's it's funny because. You know, I, I'm a firm believer of you use your off season to propel you to the to the to the next season. I'm a I'm a I'm a strong believer in that. And with Jordan Poole, you know, I like I said, I don't think it's a fluke. And on top of that, look who he's around. Look at the culture he's around. Right, like you're around Steph, you're around Clay, even though Clay's hurt, but you're still picking his brain. You know, you're watching him. You know, get himself back together. Draymond Green. You know what I mean? Like they're like they're like they got a they got a rich culture in there now. So it's like guys like them, if they if they have the right mindset, they can make them take off. Like even it's funny. I you know, agree. I know you mentioned I Wiggins. Agree. I know you mentioned Wiggins, and you kind of downgraded him a little bit. But even Wiggins, I thought like 
at moments had like he was kind of breaking out of his shell. Like, don't get me wrong. I think I think he's listen. I, hold on a second. Let me finish. I, I think he's gonna be. He's basically the Harrison Barnes of where they were like five, six years ago before Durant got there. Like he's their Harrison Barnes. Like he, okay. he, could, he, he could be that guy. I'm not saying I know. I don't know if he thought I was gonna. I hear you. No, I hear. You. I understand yeah. your analogy. I do hear you. Yeah. I do hear you. But but I think they're the young players are going to determine how long this championship window's open because they got some talent. You know, they got yeah. they got some talent. Like I, I it's funny. We're talking about Wiseman, we're talking about Poole. Maybe it's me. I like Juan uh, Toscano. I really I yeah. really liked his his grit. Like he showed you he wasn't afraid of like pressure situations. You know, and then because mm-hmm. because of some of the vets they picked up with with Iggy, with um with Otto Porter Jr., which I I really like that pickup for them coming off the bench. Um, you know, um, Avery Bradley, you know, Belizia, like they, it's it's a good mix of vets and youth. That's why I'm like, if Clay can get himself healthy and he's right by the playoffs, I don't know, man, it could be interesting. But go on, go on. No, no, you're you're right, you're right, and I, you know, you do have uh, a small, you do have Dream on Green, meaning like he can defend like the Durant and that small forward power, like LeBron, like he's the guy that you can plug in to, to defend and play at a decent level offensively like you know, i mean like quarterback in the offense right he's, yeah but um you know they're, they're a dark horse i i like the team i like the squad um i just don't just the health right mm-hmm. and um and the uh, development of the young guys if they can they can be who they are supposed to be because like, they don't have no real to me like no real center right not that you need a center in this league but you don't they don't really other than draymond you don't really have like Today's NBA type players, like six nine, six eight guys that can mm. do it all, other than Draymond. Yeah, Wiggins is like he's he's there. He 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 like he's not a max player, right? That's what I'm really yeah. getting at. He's a right. good player, you know. Um, he's going to help them uh, win, and he's a, he's been been a better defender the last couple last year. So so he's going to do with his part, but he's not that max player that's going to get you to the top and win you games. And and as you know, uh, I I keep. <laughs> Mentally, he he's not the smartest guy of the bunch. To you know, not just the vaccine type stuff. Just like just in general, mm. he's just not that a leader type of player that's going to leave your locker room. And well, his well, personality isn't that guy, right? Well, that's why this team is perfect for him, right? Because he doesn't have to do yeah, those things, yeah. right? Yeah, but but if you don't have that mentality, I think it's harder for you to get to that next level, which why he's never yeah, had. Right. Yeah, but you're right. It, it does fit him perfectly because he doesn't have to but that's why i think he's never gone to that next level which we all we thought he would be the second coming of like lebron almost when he was in college, uh, college right he yeah. was like a or, no or like doubter a, him and yeah, him and parker him and parker him and parker, yeah, him parker. can you imagine <laughs> man uh, yeah with parker man. i'd wow I, sh- is he still no, they were one and two like who was gonna be like they were like and then i i gotta look back at that draft year to see who was the best player coming out of that draft now I gotta look back, yeah, it's, but it's crazy. Both of them were, were busts, to be honest. Well, both of them. Wiggins is not the guy who we thought as Canadians. We followed him as if you know. This is how we follow Fisher now. Yeah, uh, the kid Fisher. No, you're right. Fisher. Like we were, right? We watched Wiggins when he was 16 and 17, and mm-hmm. man, he did not. And it was a lot of expectations for him. But from day one, mentally, he was always quieter and never, never had that fight. You know, that grit. Yeah, that dog. He never had that in him, and if you don't have that in you, you're never going to get to that next level. 
Because that's what separates the best players in the world. And, and it's crazy you know because we're calling him a bust, but he's like a, you know, what is he average, like 18 a, 18 a game over his career? But you're well, right, but considering he's the number, number one, one pick. pick overall. Yeah, exactly, because he's number one Number pick. one overall, bust. Like, we're not saying, like, when a player is drafted, like, 20th, and they do Wiggins' number, we don't say that's a bust. But when you're drafted first overall or whatever, whatever, you're and you don't, you're not a, a, a player that you can build a franchise around, you're a bust. Yeah. It sucks. I, I it sucks, but that's how we. That's what we that's look. That's how, what we define it as, right? Yeah. You don't. Re, you don't reach the levels of expectations that we think you should have gotten. You no. can be a decent player. Agreed. He's Agreed. a. He's a good player. Like he's still like he's a great player. Agreed. But um, not um, a max player. Who, who's who's your who's your sleeper? Is it Steph? Who? Who? <laughs> Can't oh. be Steph. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like cool. I think with Clay being down, mm-hmm. Clay being down, it gives an opportunity to give him minutes. And uh, put up shots, and I don't know how many shots, and I don't know how many minutes he's going to get, but I think as the season goes along, if he performs well in the early going, he'll get more time and more playing time. And they need scores right now, yeah. right, without um, without Clay, right? They yeah. only have Curry. He can I create. Well, he can create Wiggins, if you want to consider Wiggins as a scorer, but yeah. yeah, Wiggins too, right? So that's it. So there's, there's opportunity. There's, there's, a, there's, vacant, there's a vacancy spot for somebody to score. And, and it's just unfortunate it's at the guard play because you really got Curry there, so yeah, you don't. But it, but it's crazy because to me he he really like going into the towards the end of the season he like to me he showed you something he showed you like there's there's something there I'm not sure if he's a cornerstone but there's definitely something there that you need to explore and the way he's the way he, he kind of like looks like so far he might jump a level. It, I mean if he does if he fulfills what he see what we're seeing in the preseason he carries that over to the whole season now. Man, that, that's that's a pleasant surprise for that squad, you know. Like yeah. at least at least this early to to, to come in because he was he's in only this what second year, third year, like that's listen, yeah, listen. They got like they have a good like. Well, how how do you call it? What do you call a team that potentially can make a run, but also a team that would be great in the next five years? Like they have Wiseman, Kuminga, yeah. Poole, M- Moody. These are young, you know. They got some young players there that can. You can build around. It's unfortunate these guys are on the wrong team. All three of yeah. them are on the wrong team. You you wish you wish um, green, like the core of Green Curry and uh, and Clay were like maybe like two years younger because it, then it would yeah. just be beautiful. Yeah. Like the future would be like oh my god, this window is going to be open for the next like six seven years or longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because of the age, but they had that now, though. They had that Curry. Oh, they did. Clay, they did. And Green. All three of them came in on the like. Green had was a still on his rookie contract, and they gave Steph and Clay Max, and well, no, it was it the other way around? I don't yeah. know. But the point is that they have to be young guys all the time. Now yeah. they're just getting older. That's it. Right. It, it's yeah, it, so. it's funny because you know <laughs> we didn't mention we barely talked about Steph. I mean, what is there to really say at this point about Steph? No man, there's nothing to really say, right? Like it's almost no. there's almost no point even bringing it up. We just honestly, it's like you're 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 expecting what you're going to expect from him. He's going to have another monster year again. You know, as long oh, as yeah. it's healthy, like it's it's gonna be must see TV. Fifty, sixty point games, you know, fifteen threes in a game. You know what I mean? Like forty, thirty and a quarter. I don't know. Like you just there, there's nothing else to say. I don't know what else to really to really talk about nothing. when it comes to him at this point. Nothing. But oh, what maybe if anything, I wonder how the rule changes affect his game in terms of getting like you fouls. know he used to always get like he used to get um and ones from the you know from threes. So. Like at least almost a month a game almost. So it'd be interesting. Like oh, I'm I'm talking about the refing in terms of not. Oh being no, able I know to, what you mean. Um, yeah. oh, okay, in case yeah, initiate the offensive foul or whatnot. 
you know, he, he he's a shooter, right? So it's going to affect shooters for sure. I don't not know dramatically. I, it won't bother. It won't interfere with his production, to be honest. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how his game changes. Yeah, because I think he's so, he's such a smart player. Like it's, I don't think it affects him that much. Maybe in the first couple of weeks, maybe, maybe, and then after that, he'll be fine. You know, yeah. Third, because third, it's hard. To, it was really hard to defend a player coming off of like a, a screen and curling. You know, and he's jumping uh, into you and jumping as a defender. You're like, do I jump? You can't jump, right? It's yeah. like, but now. You can, you can jump, not and not worry that he's going to jump into you. Yeah, you can play defense right? again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's yeah. going to, it's going to, if it's going to affect any player in the league, it's going to affect that without a question, without a question. Because that's that, that's his bread and butter. Because you, it's hard to defend that, right? Because if you, he can dribble drive by you, right? W- worse than now, worse can, than Trey Young. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, no, maybe Trey, 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 Trey was probably. <laughs> I think yeah, Trey's flying that flag right now because the, the way he, yeah, went, yeah, like he he seems like a guy that's like he, like he's jumping backwards into you, like yeah, once it got yeah, to that yeah. point, you're like okay, like what the fuck's going on, man? Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, no, like, I agree. He's gonna have to Trey make Young. a bigger adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him and Trey are probably the most affected players by this rule change. So it'd be that's the only interesting thing for me to look at to see. Other than that, I expect to put up his numbers and to lead the team to the playoffs for sure all right so number five we got the denver nuggets is it hashtag free mpj time uh you know what it, it is uh it is his time to shine he's been given that money yeah so you know when that money's given you must shine you know the gm is going to tell the coaches let let this guy go let him do his thing so um yeah, this is time to shine. I, I don't know with with Jamal out, um, the reins are off. He can do whatever he likes. I think though, I would like to see his game change a little bit. Like I see him shooting the three ball. You know, um, he shoots it really well for a big man. He really so, does. Uh, he really does. So I would like to see him rebound and play a little bit bigger. But yeah, the sky's the uh, limit for him, and he's been injury free since his. Uh, Draft year, right? This yeah. Is the year that he fell down and fell in the uh, stock. I really thought that um, it would have limited him, but it, it, it hasn't. He's actually been injury free. Yeah, he's been healthy. He's been healthy. If, and if he was injured, it was like little nagging stuff that, like you know, yeah, like little nothing related pull. to the back. Yeah, right? exa- exactly, exactly. Nothing related. So that that surgery actually worked out really well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you got to free him. You got to free him. Like if. To me, if you if you want to keep this team afloat, like near the top of the standings, the top of the conference, you got to let him ride. You know, like obviously the team is the team runs through Joker. We all know that. I mean, he's a reigning MVP. But I think uh, Porter Jr. He's got like all star slash superstar type of talent to me. And if he's playing with someone as 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 good and likes to share the ball in different ways, like Joker, honestly, it's probably the best blessing that he can have. If you think about mm-hmm. it, because they're not paying him like he's he's gonna be like a future all star superstar, more so superstar, because he, I mean, he, I think he can cap out like two hundred million, right? So yeah. they're paying him like if it's the case. But it, to me, it, it kind of reflects highly on him if he's playing well and they're still winning. It, to me, if he sh- honestly, Julian, if he shows this, I don't even know if it's a hot take, but like <laughs> if he shows any any improvement defensively, like if he if he like steps up a level defensively. Honestly, I will go as far as to say they would be the team to beat in the West next year. <laughs> Not this year, but next year. 
Just because yeah, you know you have, sure. yeah. I, I think I think honestly, like I I think highly of him, you know, like. But I think defensively, he's kind of like a like, kind of like got that Matador thing going on too. Anyhow, he that that guy can come in, and commit defensively, psh, a la like you know like like Zach Levine in the Olympics. Like if he comes through like that, anything like that, man, I, the sky's the limit for this team. Yeah, and he hasn't even reached his peak yet, right? So yeah, not even close. Uh, there's definitely um, room for him to continue to grow. Um, how old is he? Like he still has like maybe three to four more years to get to his prime, I think. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a gamble of a contract. Still, I think um, only because the talent is there. I just don't, you know, personally, I'm not a fan of of of, of his personality type. Mm-hmm. Right, like those type of uh, eccentric type of, yeah, guys. Like I don't know, but um, on the, on on the court, he's definitely shown that um, he has the capability to play up to a max level type contract. So, yeah, let's see how it goes. It, it, it's a lot of money, though. Um, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a max for you know he has really one good ye- no like. One good year, really, that started. He didn't really start before Millsap, but that wasn't to his fault because right. he had Millsap, right? But um, it's, I, I, I'm like, to give somebody math, um, I, I, I always want to see them perform, you know, like a couple of years, ideally, but I guess in this, in this market, you got to give it to him or, not, not that you have to give it to him, but um, you may lose him or somebody will create some, some bad blood, yeah. yeah. Like bad tension amongst management and player, but we'll see how it goes. But he definitely has the talent to uh, play up to it. Yeah, and at this stage, I mean, you take a look at their team. They they pretty much committed to like their core guys now, right? Like Joker got his money, Murray got his money, Porter's got his money, even Gordon got his money now, right? That that was over. That was ridiculous. Gordon's contract. What was his contract? Pardon me. What was his contract again? Like, how much did he? Do you know? Oh man, I have to look it up. It was ridiculous. He did not earn. He, his last two years alone did not even. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know what's going on. Like, how these contracts are. Let me take this. Let, let me take a look. Hold on, his contract. Because <laughs> it was like he didn't four years, ninety-two million. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, twenty-three million a year. 20, 22, 20. 23 mil a year. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's where the, the I don't know. That if I had to put money on, he's not living up to, especially on a team that 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 deep. You know, yeah, like um, where well, he he might be like the fourth best option. Yeah, like he was the, like he was the number one option in Orlando, and he wasn't efficient. Yeah. And um, and I don't know. And let me correct myself. I said might be the fourth fourth best option. Well, for this year, he'll mm-hmm. be the third. He's definitely going to be the fourth after this season going forward. Like, once Jamal gets his legs under him. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I guess they want him to play the small forward position, right? I guess. Yeah. He's yeah, not really a power forward. forward power anyhow. forward kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe power forward. I don't know. I guess him and Porter Jr. can, like, interchange. Um, like, you know, that. like, he's a good player. I don't I don't mind him, to be honest with you. But at, at that contract, is that what's – like, a guy like him, is it is – it, hmm, what – what would you have paid him? Because I, I wonder what 
what a guy like him goes for nowadays. Like 20, 22, 23 million dollars sounds ridiculous, but compared to what they're paying some of these role players now, I, I don't even know anymore. Like it might, I, it might actually be reasonable. I don't even know. Yeah, good question. Like it would have to be comparables out there. Like uh, what's the, I got it. I like what did Demar sign for? Right. Let me see here. Uh, Just to give me an example. Demar, he signed three years, eighty-five. Yeah, he got 25, 20, yeah, more than that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. He's less than DeRozan for yeah, I would say I would, I would actually pay DeRozan a little more, but yeah, yeah, the the more they get more, but on three years, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like a comparable, like small forward, like I would have to look at the contract, but that just seems too much. I don't care what the comparables are, (laughs) I just think that's too much. Too much for a guy that hasn't done really enough to warrant that type of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He came in with a lot of hype and potential, but he never reached up to it. It's almost like giving Wiggins that kind of contract when, when Wiggins got his. It's like there's a lot of hype there and there's, uh, his ceiling is high, um, so let's give it to him. But in this case, I think he reached his ceiling. Like I think Gordon is who, who he is, who at, he this is point. at this point. Yeah. But anyhow, they have a good team. Yeah. They're definitely going to be top top five for sure. Yeah, like if he's honestly, if he's like the third or fourth best player, especially if he's like the fourth best player on on your team, you're a good team. Like I said, I don't know about the money way fix up, but I, I, I like again, they made that trade, you know, like halfway through the year, so they were gonna they had to justify him by signing him. They were gonna do that and yeah. then let him go, right? Yeah, like they had exactly. they had to keep him. You know, you're doing that deal. You're doing it with the, with the impression that he's gonna be there for a while, right? So, you know, kind of. No, you're right. It, it is what you're it right. is. Now. But um, so go, go ahead, ahead, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I, like as a GM, when you make that trade, you got to anticipate that that this is coming up too. Like that's the yeah. agency, and I may have to give them that money. So before you even make that deal, you kind of have to look at the big picture too, as well. Not just I know they were going for it. To be honest, because I, I understand that, but anyway, anyhow, but yeah. Um do 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 they free Bobo? Like when is that happening? I don't know. Listen, li- li- he shows flashes whenever he does get time. Like, but he doesn't get any time. I, I, again, it goes back to what we said, like just having the right opportunity, being in the right organization at the right time. And he's, he, he's in, he, he has an X for all three of those um, scenarios I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. He can't, he's on the wrong team. Like, if he was on like a team like even Toronto, he would have been getting trained. Oh my God, he'd be playing you know right saying? now. We, yeah, like we got Birch playing. No disrespect to Birch, but we got like guys like Birch getting like maybe starting. So Bobo could start on maybe on teams, but I just haven't seen enough. Like, they won't let him, but they have a lot of depth. He could at least back up. I think they even brought in a backup center for Joker. Who did Bikes? No, who did they bring in? They brought in somebody. Yeah, they did. They did bring him a backup. Oh uh, yeah, so like so you know, like, I think why is they, he the um, backup? And, and you're not asking him to go like this is this is not like you know the the '90s or the 2000s where you're asking him to sit in the paint, you know, and just and just try to block shots and all that. I mean, he's going to do that, but you know, that's not his primary skill set. And I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. They're treating him like Bruno, like he's like four years away from yeah. being two years away. And and I I don't know. Like they're treating him like Bruno, but Julian, I don't I don't I think you got to play him. Like now's the mm-hmm. time, especially considering because I think. After this season, like you can technically give him an extension, right? Or you can re up on him. So don't you want to see what you got? Like you know what I mean? Like and maybe this and maybe that's why because he's committed all this money now to those four guys, 
yeah. can you can you pay him? But I mean, at the same time, he hasn't really played that often to begin with. How expensive is he going to even going to be? You know, so like, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it's I I don't understand why he's getting the Bruno treatment. I don't I don't get it. I'm looking at the, the the team depth charts, and I think he is playing backup this year, so he should get minutes. I think he is their only center. After um, you know what, you're right. Joker, he is. So. He is. You're right. So this is maybe the year they finally, you know, uh, we're wait, like we're going to give him that time to 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 grow on the court. So yeah, he he's been through enough practices and training camps now to know what it takes. So yeah, yeah, like no so more, let's see this year how it goes. No he, more, he might be my um sleeper pick right there before you even ask me. So. Uh, if he if he gets minutes, which if I he gets doubt, minutes, yeah, especially in blocks, team is too deep. Cause, cause for his size, he's the only one that's gonna give you blocks. Like if he's getting like say like twenty minutes a night, he can give you steady blocks and threes. Mm-hmm. Easy, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and those are like for a big guy that that's a really tough category to to like you know capitalize on when you're like that tall, right? Like you're putting mm-hmm. a, your center and your center's getting you like two threes and two blocks. You know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty big. You know, even for a guy that, you know, he's not going to get a, a ton of, of your fantasy time if you're using him that way. But it's, you know, some of some of those nights, especially save, God forbid, Joker goes down. Yeah. misses a couple of games like his stats may shoot through the roof, you know, yeah. for those couple of nights, those type of that type of thing. So agreed. I agree. He just, he just needs some time. You yeah. know, and uh, I think he's been given that time for the last two years. So this is it. Time is now. My My wild prediction before we move on. Wild prediction: Michael Porter Jr. plays in the All Star game this year. Michael Porter Jr. plays what in the All Star game this year? Is that a wild prediction? Oh, he plays in. No, it's not that wild. Yeah, he has the incentives so. to, uh, to to actually accomplish it. Yeah, we'll scrap um, it because yeah, the salary, the talent. Yeah, scrap, scrap, scrap that wild wild prediction. Scrap it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you said it earlier, like he has his his contract is like lined with bonuses, right? Yeah. For All Star game appearances, right, or whatever, or. Yeah. First team, second team, or whatever. I don't even know. Yeah. But um. So and 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 um, he has a green light. No, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. He has a green light now. Number four, you got the Dallas Mavericks. Is it hashtag free Porzingis time? Well, first of all, four for Dallas is pretty high. But that being said, I it's think so definitely, yeah. definitely achievable. I don't know what I had them at in my list, but I think I had Dallas at six. Yeah, has six, which is not that much lower, but yeah. um, he, I, I don't know what you're going to get, and that and that's his whole issue for his whole entire career that, that inconsistency. He shows sparks of uh, being an all-star, power forward, center that can do it all, but then he then he falls into this like street ball game where he didn't turn around, leg kick, like, like you know, like you're, you're seven feet. You don't need to do dribble drives and, you know, <laughs> and fadeaways and, you know, just, just make it easy. I think he makes, he makes it difficult for himself to, 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 to get that highlight reel type point. I don't, I don't know. You don't need to do that when you're seven feet and that skilled as, as he is. I, I remember Dirk, like Dirk, you know, he was slow. He used to make things look so easy when he had, when he was scoring or, yeah. or on the, on the floor. And it, with, with, um, Kazingas is the opposite. Everything looks difficult. Like I don't know why he does it, and I don't think mentally he's just like that. That IQ type uh, player that I keep talking about, he has right now. But um, if he does get it, you know, him and and Luca could be one of the best one twos in the league, like one two punches in the league. So yeah, but it, it's basically like unless I'm wrong, it's basically the same team as last year. 
Right? It is. So it is pretty much. <laughs> so I see a lot of like uh, analysts who are having them, you know, high. And I know Luca's going to get better. Like he's going to get better. Like this is like his what fourth year, third or third year, whatever. So he's going to continue to grow. But I don't see them that high. Like I have them six, seven. Like, and I have them doing better than last year for sure and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, finish even the eighth or whatnot. You know what, I, and I think the the perception of Luca improving that's kind of like a given, and I think yeah. the reason why people have them so high is that they're just assuming that you know Przingis is going to be unlocked. Because I listen, I've already removed that unicorn tag from him. He's no like again, he's just he's just Kristaps now. He's not no don't call him the unicorn anymore. <laughs> but at the yeah. at the same time, he needs to get the ball more because as much as Luca is you know you want the ball in his hands all the time he's a great player i still feel like the last couple of years it was actually in his hands a little too much you know as exciting as he is like i still believe like you you gotta let go of that ball just a little bit a little bit more you know what i mean like i just thought the offense is running through him way too much and i but 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 you're right but in all fairness they don't have anybody else to give it to well, th- and the this team is isn't, th- well. This is the, the thing. Well, this, this, no, I was gonna say. Well, this is the thing, right? With, with Porzingis, this this leads to my next point. Like, and I've said this so many times already, but you got to u- utilize this guy's size. Like, he's long. You know, he's got his pretty boy haircut, whatever. But he's seven three. Can you at least get him in the mid range post? If 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 yeah. not on the block itself, at least like like let him post from the free throw line. Something agreed. You know what yeah, I mean? At I least mean, like five times a game. Give me like five times a game where you, you run the offense to him where he's getting the ball on the mid post. Just just give me that at least. You know what I mean? I just, let, just let him go because too many times this guy has like people like five, six, seven inches, eight inches, sometimes almost a foot shorter than him, and he's still looking to like fade away. Like fade away. I guess what I'm talking yeah. about. I don't understand it. And it's not like though, too, he gets like a lot of um, assists to like to make other players better. So I just yeah. see why they don't have him have the ball in the post kind of like you know he doesn't i don't know i, I really don't know he's a great scorer and uh, yeah because the, pro- uh, the, prob- uh, the problem the problem go ahead no no because i said the problem is too is some of it is him some of it is coaching because there's no reason why a lot of times he's, he's out like 30 feet from the basket like it like it doesn't make any sense you know i know i've said this like a million times already but it's it like to me i want i'm wondering if kids fixes that you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm wondering because they, they got to get him at least closer to the basket. It, it, it helps the team. It really helps yeah, the it team. Does. But it was like that in New York as well, though. That was That's his game. Like, but, and that's what he, you know, continues. To, how That's how he continues to play. Outside. Right. But and I, I know what you're saying. The coach should be, you know, designing plays and telling them and, yo, stay, there, like, stay in this position and, you know, and working around that. So I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. No, with the Knicks though, like I still found he like he still either attacked the basket or he went he posted up. He did he, he did more stuff closer to the basket when he was in the Knicks. Like I'm not saying he don't let him shoot outside anymore, but not to the degree that he's doing it. You know what I mean? Like in New York, yeah. he was still closer to the basket a lot of times. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There was a nice yeah. mixture. Like he's not mixing it up right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and that's what happens to a lot of players, right? As the years go by, they develop a shot and they start to align the shot. Yeah, they and, fall in love with it. You know, and they fall in love with it, and they know they can make it, right? So they're like, let me just take this fadeaway three. Yeah. <laughs> and, and right? so, but on a last point, he he's, he has to show, too, that 
she can be that type of Iron Man too, like not get hurt and not get injured for me to have him so high up. Like I don't see him playing, you know, like six more than sixty games, right? Right. So he he's gonna get hurt, banged up, nicked up, you know, whatnot, and and that's not that's not gonna help them. So. And he's never shown to be an Iron Man either, right? So yeah. I don't know yeah, how, why they're so high. But they did look good in the preseason, but it's just preseason, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think part of it is because they're, you know, again, their team isn't that deep per se either, but they've been through, the, no. through, through some tough playoff rounds. Uh, that'd be both years it was at the Clippers. So, like, they could technically be the team that makes a, a, a sort of a leap just because they got some playoff scars already. You know, and yeah. especially if Porzingis like represents that player that's closer to who he was with the Knicks, you know, than the one that's that's here now. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, if if that happens, then you could see where they can make this leap. Like, a lot of this is predicated on Luca, you know, who I think is actually, I think he's, I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but I just have, I have this thing where I think he's gonna win the MVP this season, and and really and truly, he's based on what the team does. Like, if the team gets within like close to fifty five wins, fifty eight wins that range, he's gonna win it. Because think about it, the last two years where, you know, he's made first team all NBA the last two years. If you looked at their, um, who's on those teams, right? They've either won mm-hmm. um, finals MVP or regular season MVP. Everybody on that list except him. And yeah. he's, you know, he's one of the only mainstays that hasn't won it yet. And then plus he's so young. Like it's the perfect setup for him to to win and then be really pushed as like the new face of the league. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can see, I wouldn't be stunned at all if he wins it this year, but I think it's really based on how much they win. You know, like I think it's basically, if they get to like 55 wins, they're like top two in the, in the West, that type of thing. Trust me, this don't, don't even bother like putting other people up. He's just, they're going to, he's going to get voted in for it. It's just yeah. going to happen. And you know, he came in shape. He came in much better shape this year. Yeah, he did. He did much better shape towards the end of the, year last year he was putting on weight and yeah. like, you can really see him looking chubby chubbier in the face and whatnot heavier he still was performing but you know um let's see how he looks how he plays up this year what he did so did you already mention your sleeper no no i didn't i didn't um you know it, it, whoever the big whoever wins out that center job is going to be the sleeper like whoever plays center, like I know Scott might play power forward center, but like that next big is either going to be Dwight Powell if he stays healthy, or Moses Brown. That could be the sleeper. I think that's because oh, yeah, Pazinga's not getting rebounds. Yeah, right. So uh, whoever wins out that center position in the early week, the first week, that might be the guy that you may want to target. But right now, I think it's Powell. Actually, it's yeah. Powell who's going to be the starting center. Close to a double double, so. he can get. But if if Moses Brown gets any time, like especially when. Remember- was he was the one that was on OKC last year that was tearing it up at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then he got did he get traded? He got traded. Somewhere. He got traded. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he just fell off the map a little bit. But Dwight uh, Powell has to stay healthy. He's you know he's been injured up quite often the last couple of years, but he looked good with Team Canada in the summer, and mm-hmm. he looks rejuvenated again. Like he looks healthy yeah. um, this preseason. So yeah. He, he felt he had a poor year last year, so he he needs a bounce back here. Yeah, it takes time to recover from that Achilles, man. Especially when you're like the, yeah. the high flying, you know what I mean, hustle guy. Like it, it you, need, you need that. You like you need to be healthy there. You know, it takes time. For sure. Number three, we got the Phoenix Suns. Is there any possible chance that we're sleeping on Phoenix? No. 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 Okay. You mean as as like as us sleeping on Phoenix, meaning that. Um, 
that they might surprise us and or you should be surprised if they do well and get to the finals again? Well, is that I, what you mean? I think for a team that's like within yeah, that came within two games of winning the finals, not one word is being mentioned about them in terms of like possibly getting back. Like they're bringing back their entire core. Plus they added Shamit, which I, I really like that pickup. They added Alfred mm-hmm. Payton as a good backup point guard. I mean, it's funny to say this now, but even JaVale McGee, you know, spelling Aiton for a few minutes a night, like I don't think that's actually I think that's actually a, a pretty good pickup as well. Like they, yeah. they seem close, they seem together, they now know how to win regardless of all the circumstances of how they got there. You know, cause I cause I always said like the Lakers got injured, Denver was injured, Clippers was injured. You know what I mean? It's like they, they almost had a free reign to the finals. But at the same time, it's like they still got there. You can't take it away from them, right? They they did learn a lot of things from that experience. So that's 100%. Why that's why, 100%. Yeah, so that's why I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, like you're taking that, that knowledge now and you're bringing it to the next season. That team is still pretty young, pretty young if not really young. Like why is, why is nobody talking about them? I think that's, that's where I'm coming from, like – like we're not well, mentioning them. Yeah, I don't know. It's still early. Like you know, not many teams are being talked about. Period. But I hear what you're saying is that like when we talk about like perennial teams in the league, we talk about Brooklyn and, and the Bucks, Lakers. and yeah. when uh, we don't mention often say Phoenix, right? Because you know it was only one year last year, but they did, and we want to see more. And maybe after this year, we will be talking about them, you know, as being one of those top five teams in, in the league, but. Um, I, you you know what I think was the best move in the off season for Phoenix was that not doing anything in terms with um, Aiton in terms of DeAndre Aiton and not giving him a max contract. I thought that was the best move ever, and or oh, that extension. So the reason why I feel that way because he's going to be balling out all year. He's going to be balling out all year and trying to prove. So not only, you know, his, to their GM, but to everybody in the league that I'm a max player. And so I think he's going to come in with some hunger and he's not going to be like, you know, sometimes you give him max, you know, like Siakam and yeah, give him an early extension. You kind of rest you know, a little. It, yeah, it does. It has to. You're only human, right? You got that money in your back pocket is kicking in next year. You're not, you're not hungry as if you are being a rookie or in your contract year. You're not. And I think if they gave Aiton that extension, it, it would have um, kind of limited his aggression going into this uh, season. So I thought that was the best move. They're going into trying to repeat, not repeat, but get back to where they were. Aiton has something to play for. And um, good point. I, I, I love their direction where they're going. No, it's a good point. It's, it's a really good point, actually, because I think for them, the only thing that can affect their team is basically how he handles those contract negotiations, right? Like does he meaning like does he bring that with him on the floor? Like if he's mad and he's upset he's not getting it and he's like he tries to you know not not tor- torpedo the season but like he doesn't go off to a great start, he's not playing well, he's a bit of a malcontent. You know what I mean? Does that sink the team? Right? Yeah. Like it's like they don't it's funny. It could. It could. Yeah. It could. It definitely can. It all depends on what type of what type of individual he is, personality wise. Right. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, as young as they are, it's it's funny. They don't have a lot of wiggle room at the same time. Like, they, even though it's, it sounds funny to say because they're bringing back their entire core, but I mean this to say, like, if Aiton goes off the rails, like, their team is not the same. They almost have to handle everybody carefully because even Mikael Bridges, he's up for his, his extension too, unless he got it already, but he's up mm-hmm. for an extension too. But you know what, though? It, it also would tell you what kind of player you have too, though. Like, as a GM, I'm watching this to see how you play. 
and yeah. how you you know you know how you how you approach each game. Are you going to be miserable, angry, or or is the pressure too much in terms of like you can't handle it, so you can't perform? You know, like all these little things. I'm just going to be examining as a GM. And they and know, right? See. They know. They know yeah. too. Like they, they're watching. You know, they, they're around these guys all the time. They know their mannerisms, the characteristics, who they're around. Yeah, you know what I mean, so they know. Like you, and you know oh, that yeah, too, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you had a brother play in the league. Like they, they know more than you, the more than people realize. Like how one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and and the players know too, right? right? So the players know, and they report back, and the players know he's in a contract year, right? So they're gonna try to get him the ball. They're gonna try to get him, you know. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised of how you know, well. You won't be surprised, but um, you know every player knows who's in a contract here on the squad. And, oh, yeah, and you saw Lowry when when he was with Toronto. He was trying to give everybody the ball, like Birch. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just trying to like you know um, trying to get everybody paid. in a contract. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to feed them, and that's what some players do. They're just try to feed them, like you know. So uh, yeah, all you listeners out there, if you, I think eight is going to go off this year. Um, I think so too. Was. I think so too. Actually, I think he's. I guess that's your sleeper, but I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I can well, see. Well, it's not really a sleeper. That's not really a sleeper, but yeah, you know. I can he, see. I can, yeah, I can see him even playing in the All Star game this year. To be honest, with yes, you. yes, yeah, he's gonna go all out, man. Yeah, especially if they get off to a great start. Yeah, like I guess to me, it, I guess the, the before we move on, can CP three stay healthy? No, 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 he can't stay healthy. No, not or, or keep staying healthy, I should say, because. Oh, I should say that because honestly, yo, he's he's making me consider being vegan. <laughs> the way this guy, <laughs> the way this guy's, yeah. this guy's barely missed any games the last two years. Uh, you know, and he plays at a high level too. Yeah, so it's not like he's, you know, like he doesn't have a motor. He has a motor still for his age, mm-hmm. and it's not a high flying above the rim player, and that's probably his saving grace and why he can play for so long. Like him and Lowry, those type of guys yeah. don't, you know, they they don't need to beat you above the rim. And they have that cerebral type game, but um, he plays with grit, and um, you know he got banged up a little bit here and there. But Father Time never loses, man. They, he never loses. So I, I do anticipate him going down, and I, I do anticipate them, uh, the team, kind of like resting him, and you know, on certain nights, and just just for the playoffs, right? And I think that's his ultimate goal right now. He has his contract, so personal stats isn't really what he's you know looking for. Yeah. Um, so I think that he just wants to win, right? Get there and win it. So I, I see them resting him. I don't know who their backup point guard is, but um, he's definitely going to be either getting rest days or being banged up either or. So it doesn't matter. He won't be playing all. Yeah, Peyton, he won't be playing all eighty games. It would be pa- it would be Peyton and uh, and Payne, right? Peyton and uh, oh yeah, Payne actually played well, man. He surprised me, like yeah. how how well he played. Yeah, he really surprised. You're talking me. about Cameron Payne, right? Yeah, Payne. Oh yeah, yeah, Payne, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I mean, I thought he was out the league. Like, I know, I know. On the fringe of being out the league, literally. But are you, you know, something man. you said before, man. Right situation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can never underestimate yeah. the power of being in the, playing for the right squad, right coaching staff, right culture. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And there's a lot of players that you know missed out on their careers being, you know, not being in that right situation. And it sucks, but um, for Payne, it worked out. Plus, his buddy Booker, right? They're good friends, so yeah. I'm sure Booker, you know, has a little bit of a say in playing time and, <laughs> and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I think their success it all depends on how how the younger stars just grow from this experience, man. Like if 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 that loss keeps them hungry, like losing the finals, like if it keeps them hungry and they ha- they come off to like a, a like they go off like gangbusters this year, I think they're going to be here to stay. 
all the great yeah. teams be damned. Like they're going to be here to stay. And I, I, well, I don't, I don't well, think it's out of the realm to even here, say that. Here to stay long enough for Chris Paul. Right? Chris Paul doesn't have many years left. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's going to get. Like he's been playing at a high level, right? But it can't go higher than it. Like, this is what it is. And he maybe has one more year after this in terms of his being at a, a high level. Yeah. Like, I, but mind you, I've been saying that for the last two years. Like all. <laughs> All the players that he came in the league with, like like Deron Williams and Rondos, like those guys all dropped off like dramatically, right? Or not and, even um, in the league, yeah, yeah, or not even in the league, and he's still playing at a level that's unbelievable. Catching, let's hope it, yeah. it is vegan. Let's let's hope it is all vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it is, Julian. Of course it's all vegan. The, the only thing I'll say, the only thing I'll say to add before we move on, I wasn't crazy about the contract that they signed though. They, they extended him for four years. Four years, one twenty. Yeah. I'm like four. Four years. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I would have done four years. Wow. I would have maybe, I would, I maybe did three with like a team option or like you know maybe even a player option for the third year. I wouldn't have given him four. Wow. Yeah. I don't think he would have gotten that on the on the market. No, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. I think they just did him a solid. You know. They didn't, and they were probably afraid that, like, you know, he would, like, take less money and just go to the Lakers or something, right? So, I think they were that afraid might be, that He brings too. a lot more than what he does on the court. Like, and then, you know, he's a leader. And then he also, um, you know, he brings in fans. He's a well, he's a hall of, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, he's a good coach, mentor. Like, so don't get me wrong. So, there's more than what he does on the floor, but not for four years. And, and at, that, at that price. Yeah. Uh, sorry, who's your sleeper? Um, you know, um, let's see here. Uh, uh, you know, they don't really have much of a bench. Like, whoever the backup point guard is, Shannon, he's not a point guard, right? He's more of no, a shooting guard. More, he's probably yeah. backing up, uh, yeah, like Booker and Bridges. Yeah, teams, teams that are like are this great or this good who expected to go far, they don't really have many sleepers because they're, they're starting five years deep, usually, yeah. most of the teams. But anyhow, if I had to choose one. I, well, I told you already, I like eight, but he's not a sleeper. Yeah. I guess I, I, oh, fantasy-wise, there's not many guys here. Just, I don't know. There isn't anybody. I like Sam, but he's not really a fantasy guy, you know? He'll get you three. You know, maybe Mattel Bridges, I guess, as a as a player that can fill up the, the um, stat, uh, sheet. Yeah. stat sheet in terms of doing little things and whatnot. And maybe he might be a guy that's still, that's still available in your league as a small forward that you may want to plug in a, in a late round that might. You know, might yeah. put up some points, but I mean, not really much else fantasy wise. Now, number two is the Lakers. Everyone has a team winning the West. We're like, we're sure this is going to happen, right? Like, is there any way that we're kind of overrating the Lakers a little bit? Well, I, um, yes. Well, it depends. Like, we, you know, Two is a bit high. Well, it's a, it is a bit high. Anybody in two is high. Anyhow, two or one is always going to be high, no matter what team is there. But mm-hmm. uh, I think with the Lakers, um, from their experience and with LeBron and AD, you, you, you can't be overrating them at all. Like, you you expect nothing but um, a top three finish in in the West, and anything less, is, unless there's injuries, right, that we can't predict. But I, I don't think it's wrong for anybody to have them pegged in the top three, top two teams to finish the No, it's, it's fair. And, and, and definitely not a reach. Yeah. I, like, to me, obviously, you know, everybody's talking about, like, they're the expendables at this point, right? Because you got LeBron 
and Melo in their 19th year, Rondo, um, Ariza, Dwight Howard. You know, like th- this team is, you know, even Westbrook too, because Westbrook's in probably what, year 12, year 13 at, mm-hmm. at this point? He's up there. Yeah. Like to me, and this is why I keep saying that to me, the, the key to them winning the title is, is is Anthony Davis. Like we, to me, it sounds crazy to say for some people, but we can't depend on LeBron to be the number one guy anymore and, and win the title at this stage. It, it, it sounds crazy, but he's he's in year nineteen. You know what I mean? Like if if so, you know what I'm saying? Like if if he does that, shoot, he's on his Brady, he's on his Tom Brady, but. Like, <laughs> at, at this point, to me, like the torch has to be passed, and it has to be AD driving this car now. But the thing is, can we yeah. trust, can, can we trust AD to do that full time? You know, with health and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, AD has a, the the game to do it um, to to be that leader. Um, but um, as long as LeBron's there, it's always going to be LeBron's team. This is only because cause LeBron can do so much other than score, right? So he may not be the guy that wins you the game, but he could do so much else, like in terms of bringing, bringing up the ball, rebounding, defense. And um, so it, it, if he stays healthy, LeBron stays healthy, you know, he may not be able to put up the same numbers as, as he did, you know, in his prime, but he's still going to give you a healthy, healthy, like 15 and, Seven and seven, or minimum fifteen. He'll just score twenty, to be honest. No, but yeah, he'll he'll get more than twenty. He scored twenty. Yeah, no, but he, yeah. So he is still his team. He's still the motor. It's why they're going to make it to the hopefully. I think in the finals at this point, and um, they have that bet. They have enough vets uh, on the squad so everybody can uh, remain focused and play to that level. And when you have so many veterans too in the game, referees give you the calls. These guys are, are sometimes. I think they, they have, like, you know, Ron, they have enough veterans. People may think that they're old, but everybody that they brought in outside of Westbrook are smart, cerebral players, right? Yeah. So it's going to transcend them into uh, into winning games versus teams that are athletic and younger and whatnot. And then the whole thing is the, the Westbrook thing, right? Like, Westbrook's saying all the right things. I expect him to do the right things in a regular season. Like, and some days, like, and this is why I think that trade was smart, because some days – you know, like he's gonna take over the the steering wheel, and you know, like he's some. There's gonna be some nights where where LeBron and AD are in the back seat because he's just gonna go nuts, and you need a guy like him during the regular season to carry you like that, right? But my thing is number one, the injuries himself. He's had multiple knee surgeries. He's had at least four to five in his career. You know what I mean? Like, and with the mileage, is that gonna start to pile up? Like, I don't, you know, you know, we're not predicting he's gonna get injured, but who knows you know what i mean like how long that's going to sustain itself and then yeah obviously the decision making like when when that <laughs> when that ball swings to him Julian, with like a with like a minute 10 left in like a crucial game 5 or an elimination game are, are you are you going to be happy what's what's about to happen when he has the ball nope i'm not confident not at all <laughs> no not at all uh i think at that point lebron and them has to be smart enough to know like don't don't give him the ball I'm being honest. Like, don't mm-hmm. give him the ball. It should be just LeBron and AD at that point. Um, you know, energy, energy finds the ball, man. The ball finds energy. He's a he's a ball full of energy. It's gonna find them somehow. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's gonna find them somehow, though. It, it just it's a magnet. I hear so you. I don't know. <laughs> I hear you, but but I don't know. As a coach, maybe sit him or something or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, you know, you 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 give him some rope and see how he does in those type of of situations, and then. At the end of the day, this is a veteran team. People are going to have to speak to him. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like say, listen, no disrespect, but at the end of the game, this is the role, your role. And that's how it is. That's how it should be. But um, yeah, you're right. The ball is going to get to him. And he's, you know, and I don't have faith in them making that right decision. I, I saw in preseason, he had like 10 turnovers, I guess, <laughs> already. So it's just who he is. He's going to get you 10 rebounds and 10 assists and grit and, you know, and whatnot. But you're going to get the, the turnovers and careless. Careless turnovers like that. Shot selection, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still athletic. He's still, man, listen, he's still, he's still motoring down the court. He's still dunking in, a, in, in transition. I know. And he's been relatively injury-free type player, you know, for a guy that's that energized and that uh, athletic. He's been pretty healthy for most of his career. Well, you know, he had the surgeries, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, he's a freak. He's definitely a freak. And and and, to, and a nod to the younger players as well because Malik Monk, I, I've I've always been a fan of him. You know, you're, you're hearing great mm-hmm. things about uh, yeah, Horton Tucker, and I think Kendrick Nunn is a, is a good pickup. But I'm not sure if all those type like they they keep mentioning like they got these young guys too. But I'm not sure how much they get unleashed on the team like this. You know, so I don't know how effective it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, like one those guys want to get theirs too. Like yeah. those guys want to prove something too, and yeah. um, it's hard to do that when you're on a squad like this. Like. Yeah. They're going to be angry at nights when they're getting pulled and when they want to be playing more and mm-hmm. whatnot. And for a young guy, that's hard to swallow. Yeah. Um, but winning be- helps, right? Winning helps. And maybe if they win the chip, then it's like all worth it. But nothing worse than not winning the chip. If you take a step back and let the vets, you know, eat and you're not eating yet. And you're not nothing eating. worse than that. Especially because, you know, like these guys aren't signing long-term contracts. It costs you money. Right, like that stuff costs you money. When you're when you're getting fifty minutes, you're getting your your minutes being inconsistent and all that stuff. Like that that plays at your bank account when you try to go re up now to get a new contract with either the team or elsewhere. Right, like so it's exactly yeah. So that that's that's the troubling aspect of it. But I, I like those guys I mentioned. I think one or two of those players aren't going to be happy uh, like a, a good part of the time this season. You know what I mean? Like a, that's that's yeah. where I see it. Who's your uh, who's your sleeper if, if there is one on this team? Uh, Oh, man, see, again, one of these these top-tier teams is not really many sleepers, but um, I like Nunn. If, he, um, if he's healthy, um, I, I like Nunn coming off the bench and maybe even running the point at times, you know, when Westbrook and LeBron are not on the floor. You know, it all depends on how he is. I, I think he's hurt right now, but um, I do like Nunn as being that, maybe the most uh, efficient player off that bench in terms of scoring-wise. There, there's also Carmelo, but... Um, I like none actually like putting up like like some assists and some and some points and some steals. Now, last and not least, we got the Utah Jazz. Does last year's collapse versus the Clippers is that just a blip on the radar, or was it an early sign that they may not have what it takes? Um, no, I, I, I that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Actually, a really good one. Good question. Um, that is hard. Uh I like the team. Are are they for real number? I don't think they're, they're the number one team. Like I actually like, uh, I actually like Denver's team better than like the Utah. But okay. it's hard to answer your question, man. I, I think I I don't think I think they are who they are, and I think what happened last year is who they are. Um, I don't think it was like a bump in the road and whatnot. I I, I just don't see them having. I like Mitchell, but I don't know if he's... You know, I don't think he's a guy 
as a point guard. I don't like those point guard, not point guard, but those guard-driven teams leading you to the finals like that. Like, unless unless you're Curry or whatnot. So I know I'm rambling, but to answer your question, no. I, I yes, I think it was. Yes, I think <laughs> they are who they are. Mm-hmm. They lost because they are not. They are not a complete team. And they're still missing a piece. And I don't see them going into the finals this year. Definitely not to the finals. And I don't see them finishing first overall. Okay. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, I think, I guess, you know what? Before I even get to to my point of it, um, I'll ask a second question. Can you win with Gobert? Yeah. Even in today's game, um, the uh, lack of big man, he could still, you can definitely win with Gobert. Because Gubert does more than just like you know block shots and and rebound. He is an intimidating factor on the on the floor. Um, he he can run the floor. He can play the pick and roll. You know, so he you can win with him. I just don't think it's like you can win with like Conley and and um, Bogdanovich and like I just don't think they have that. I don't, I don't. I don't think they have enough. They're missing something. Like I, I like Clarkson, and I do like Conley, but I just don't think that team on paper could beat a Denver or a healthy Clippers mm-hmm. or even uh, Lakers. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it personally. It's, it's, well, you could win with Gobert, but you got to surround him with proper players, players that they can match up with in terms of the Lakers and. And Clippers, and they don't right now. Yeah, my my issue is, I mean, the Clippers more for next year because, like I said again, with Kawhi, like him not coming back, you know, at least I don't think he's coming back. But um, he's coming back. Kawhi's coming back this year. You talking about Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, like like he's going to be healthy, but isn't he going to be? When is he going to? He's not remember, playing at all this year. You don't think? I, remember what we were talking about in the Clippers section, right? Where it's like that load management thing. I don't see him coming back because. When he got hurt, remember oh, he got hurt. He's playing though, but he's playing though. He's going to be playing. He, but remember, he, but it'll be load management. But you remember, he got hurt. He tore his knee. Like he's not back until like. Kawhi. Yeah, no, we're talking about um, Kawhi coming back. You saying he's not coming back? But even if he comes back playing load management, he's still coming back. I'm just wondering, like, if he comes back later in the season, I don't think it makes a difference. E- either way, we're we're kind of veering off course because we're talking about Utah, but yeah. but uh, like. I just think if he meets with like the Lakers and he has to guard AD and AD has him on the wing, now I'm nervous. Uh, but I think you can. I still think you can win with a, with a Gobert. Like I I do think this is a team people are sleeping on as well. And a part of it is it's kind of their own fault because the way they collapsed against the Clippers right, without Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So it's like I totally yeah. get it. You know what I mean? I, I I totally get that. You know, but I but I I can see them winning like sixty plus games. I'm not saying this guarantees oh, they yeah. win the title. You know, but. I like I like the pickup of Eric Pascal, who's like he's supposed to be really tight with uh with with Mitchell, but he's also pretty yeah, good yeah. himself. And and they, and even Rudy Gay a little bit, you know. I'm I'm nervous about it. Nah, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay's done, man. You think you, you think in terms Gay. of him being a role player, he's done too? Yeah, he like honestly, like I think he's more of a maybe a locker room guy, but you know, like no, don't don't get me wrong, he'll he'll eat up some minutes that you know to um, give your starters a rest, but he's not. A role bench player that I would say will get them over the hump, or get them close to it. Nah. It's it's funny. Personally, I don't, I don't I don't think so. It's funny because I I can see, um, I can see Donovan going for MVP this year. Just as, like especially if he can aid his teammates and like just to be a little bit better. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. set up for him too, just with the wins and everything else. Right, like if he can jump on next level, 
you know, he's got Wade on the, on his side now in terms of being a, like a minority order, and that was I think that was part of the reason why they brought him there too. You know, on top of mm-hmm. it being a business deal, like I think that you know him picking his brain on a on a nightly basis, even if he's not there every night, it's like you know phone calls, everything is right there. I think that's it yeah. sets up well for him. You know, but like that collapse was real. We can't ignore that, obviously. But I think injuries definitely played a part in that. And to me, if if Conley or and Donovan don't go down with those ankle and foot injuries. If they stay healthy, that might have been a finals team, really and truly. You know what I mean? Because they would have beat the Clippers, I think, yeah, if, yeah, without okay, Kawhi. Yeah, last year, last yeah, year, last year, year was about, yeah. And then with Phoenix, that same like, team this year, that same team this year, like healthy Conley and I, I don't, I don't think they make. I don't even know how they're number one. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see them finishing number one overall. I do not. I, I don't know. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just want to take a look, quick look to see where I had him at. No, oh, I had him at two. I still had him pretty high. I can't, I don't but, have my list in front of me. My personal list in front of me. I can't remember what like, I had. I can him see at. Phoenix beating. Like I can see Phoenix, you know, finishing higher. Lakers finishing higher. Um, Denver finishing higher. Maybe fourth, like, like third, fourth. But, but um, I yeah, I don't like the I don't like the depth. I don't. I think they need to add a little bit more depth and um. Starters need like like I don't even know who the power forward is like who the their bigs are like other than Gobert maybe you don't need a power forward with Gobert but yeah I don't think you right I don't even know like they they to me they're missing something I don't know what it is they're missing something yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see I think really it's kind of all relative because I think the West is the top of the West is going to be really close yeah so I think it's kind of all relative but. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think people aren't talking about them and largely it's because of the collapse. It's their fault as well. But I think yeah. it's, but I think they, they got something there though. You know, I don't think, I don't think they just, this team just totally collapses because of that loss. No, no, I definitely not. You got Mitchell and that's what's there. Yeah. <laughs> you got Mitchell and he's, and he's definitely, yeah. he definitely is who he is. Like there's no question about his star studded talent that he has and he is a all-star and all that he's going to be great for years to come like that's not even a question and you have that in Gobert and I think those two um are what you can build around I'm just saying how they built the team around them Conley and Bogdanovic that's not it to me that's not it I like Conley at the time I thought Conley would be you know playing at a better level being on a team that's winning but when he came from Memphis he he looked you know, he just didn't look the same to he me. Played he, better, he played anymore. better last year, though, definitely. Like he definitely yeah, he did. Better. He did. He definitely, towards the end there, he did. He looked but like the old not to the level, Not to the level that they had anticipated. No way Utah could have been anticipating just that. You know, and I, I think they're missing, like, another scorer other than Mitchell, right? Because I don't think anybody else is really a scorer. Other than Clarkson. I mean, Clarkson, yeah. Clarkson, right, off the bench. But, like, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, as a starter, somebody that can help Donovan out. I I think they did as well just because of Donovan and how great of a player he is. Yeah. And Bogdan, I mean, Bogdanovich would probably have to be the guy that becomes that like third or fourth, like, you know, score. If he's giving you like close to 20 a night, I think that's actually a good Yeah, he was. He was like, yeah. getting the, he was like a, he actually he's solid. was a scoring machine. Yeah. Like, he would get the ball and he was like, doing man, work. Post moves. He actually looked, he's a, he's a, what you call a pure scorer. Yeah. He doesn't rebound, doesn't assist. But that said, you can't be relying on Bogdanovic as your pure score type player as your help to Mitchell. Like, to me, you know, that's the type of player that comes off the bench, like, like an energizer, but it comes off the bench and just scores kind of mm-hmm. thing. 
and then does just that and nothing else and that's him. So whatever. I I just think that you need a little bit more, but you know, um and I don't think they're gonna even get to like the Western Conference Finals next year. Okay. Interesting. Who's your sleeper if there's there's one on this team? Oh man, I, I I like is is Clarkson still a sleeper? Uh, I like Clarkson as uh, a guy coming off the bench. If he does come off the bench, he should actually come off the bench. Yeah, he he will. Um, he, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he won he, six he comes off the, the bench. Year, he so plays he like thirty minutes. I think. Yeah. Even. Like he plays like thirty minutes. So well, remember, he was um, six man of the year, right? So was he? Shoot, what am I saying? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's a guy. Like if you're looking for somebody to get you points, you know, threes. Um, a bit of assist steals, but um, yeah. but he'll get he'll, he'll get to the line if your if your league does um, uh, free throws made and and, and field goals made. So yeah, he's he's my sleeper as somebody that can put up some points for you. Now now we wrapped up the conference, but you're the Raptor lifer. You're 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 out of this out of the family that we got the little family we have here. You're you're the Raptor. <laughs> you're the Raptor fan. You know you're. I'm, I'm not gonna call you a mascot, but you're like you're like the Drake. You're actually no. <laughs> I, I'll even give you higher props than Drake because you've been you you you're there when you were there when nobody was watching their games. So thank you. You know, thank I'll you. give I'll give thank you respect. You. I'll give you your props for that. Now, before, before we go though, what's your quickly? What's your thoughts on on what you expect coming uh, coming from them this season? Personally, I think they um, finish out of the playoffs. I think they finish nine, like. Eight, nine, ten, like eight. I know is in the playoffs, and I know nine, ten. You play in the playoffs. What do you call it now? The playoff bubble the play, or the, the pre-game? Game, yeah, the playing game. The play in the play-in tournament. Sorry, I think they fall into that category, and I think that they lose at that point. That's my prediction. Yeah. Now, they, could they finish higher? Most definitely, right? It all depends on uh, how Barnes looks, Scotty Barnes looks, Siakam yeah, comes back, Fred VanVleet. Like, so they have enough OG. How much of and he's been looking great. He's been looking for his points. He, how much he develops. He looks right? good. So they have. I, I'm. I'm actually optimistic about their future more so than I am for this year. And honestly, I. I. I if they don't make it, I'm just happy that balls back. Like the, the Raps are back in Toronto. And honestly, if they don't make it, I would rather another like top fifteen pick, like in the first round again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if no. we have our pick, I think we do. Because we're not winning it this year, like uh, you know, that's what like I'm always looking at the big picture in terms of coming out the East. Like maybe not winning the championship, but coming out the East. Can we come out the East to potentially win the championship? Yeah. I don't think so. No, we, you know, I, I like I like you know Chicago looks good, Brooklyn looks good. Uh, I don't think so. So you know, and Philly, right? So no, I I would rather see us finish ninth, tenth, eleventh, rather. But I think ideally, what's going to happen is that they're going to. Do the play finish in the play play in tournament eight nine ten and lose at that point? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'll save my Raptors comments for tomorrow, <laughs> but yeah. but um, like their length intrigues me. I'll, I'll say that much. And, and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's going to be real fun to watch how they play that their style of ball. Mm-hmm. Right, that six eight six nine four five guys on the court. Yep. But they're going to get they're going to get eight eaten up by. Like the Embiid's and the, the Goobers, oh and, and they're going to get eaten up. And there's nobody that really they have to throw out there to slow them down, right? So yeah. that's the problem right there, right? You need at least one, you need one solid big 
right? Yeah. And Dorchner, I love all those guys, right? But those guys aren't. I like Precious. That's another guy I want to watch, mm-hmm. like how how he develops. But they don't. They need that one big. It's all it's all, all about matchups, right? When you're coming out the east or coming out the west, you got to look at matchups, and we don't match up well with the Tobias Harris and the Beats and the Durant. Well, nobody does, right? Yeah, <laughs> nobody does. Nobody but does. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or or Giannis again? Nobody does. Or Giannis, <laughs> yeah. Or Giannis, right? You know, we have great defenders in OG and whatnot, but we don't match up well. So yeah. we're missing one one piece. I'm confident in year two, three from now that we're going to be back there again in the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. Okay, and you know, obviously, every year we do the State of the Raptors address. It's probably going to be, it's 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 probably going to be not the most depressing, but. It's going to be a little bit more somber from what we ex- what we expect normal years, but you know if you're down for it again, man, we're you know we're definitely going to do that again for sure. Oh yeah, um, for sure. I think the for all the Raptor fans, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting years to be honest to watch. That we haven't had ball in Toronto. It's not the same watching them play in Tampa. Yeah, you haven't had a Raptor ball. You haven't had full arenas in, in Toronto since COVID. We got a very promising rookie. Um, we got Precious um, that we want. We can watch and grow you know so it's going to be exciting to actually watch to see these guys grow for me like i like although i don't expect them to win i'm still going to be watching and 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 expecting like players to make that next level like og and whatnot so i can't wait to watch it to be honest yeah i'm i'm uh like i said i'll I'll save my comments but but the last thing i'll add is man og man okay okay og you know you the funny thing he still looks awkward when he's like he's (laughs) He's still like he's still looking awkward to me. He's not fluid. Like it's like it's like he's thinking to do things still, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy that he's thinking to do them. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. He never really was that aggressive, like on the floor. But now he's looking he's for comfortable. A shot. Yeah, he's comfortable. He's definitely comfortable. You know, he's more comfortable. He's added more to his game. He he has better handles. Um he's confident. And he he's been given the green light to be that guy. And I think all of those things are are coming into play. Um uh, in the preseason and hopefully in the season for him to take that next level. So, but it, it still looks kind of awkward when I watch, like, if you really sit there and watch, like, it doesn't look, it's like, like, when you see Jason Tatum and, like, hate comparing players, but yeah. it looks fluid. It looks fluid. And it's like, okay, it's involuntary. Like, things are just moving in sequence. Like, the, the, the dribble drive leg. <laughs> OG seems kind of stiff still. But that being said, it's working. It's actually working, man. And actually, he's looking really good. And I'm glad to see that development in that in his game. I'm glad to see it growing. That's all we want from our players. Just continue to grow and get better each season. So, he's looking good. So, it's going to be amazing to see him and Pascal on the, on the floor together. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? We'll wrap up here. But, Julian, yep. as always, thank you for doing this this uh, this annual, you know, the two annual shows we do every year. But, uh you know, yes, this is obviously sir. one of them to start off the year. I look forward to this every year because, you know, that means the NBA season is back. Fantasy season is in full swing. So thank you for doing this once again, as always, man. No problem. Appreciate you having me. Thank you for checking out the Western Conference edition of the Ab Podcast. Special shout out goes out to Julian, a.k.a. Jules the Kamish, for coming on to break down the entire conference with me. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the Eastern Conference. And then we're going to wrap up the week with a discussion on the first six weeks of the NFL season. Thank you for the love as always. Appreciate that. Uh, Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to my show. Leave comments. 
Hit the like and the favorite buttons. And make sure you check out SouthShoreAve.com for all of the latest episodes. Once again, that's SouthShoreAve.com. For Julian, a.k.a. Jules of Kamish, this is Cal C. And you just tuned into the Ave Podcast on South Shore Ave Radio. Until next time, folks, peace. We out.